2: Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, yeah. suck it nice. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? He's a fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? <laughs> He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. oh take
1: it out, take it Dude,
2: out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right ideas. It's time for the you watch I listen podcast and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. Hi guys. Hello. Hey everybody. Hey everyone. Hey How everyone. Is everything? Everything's great, Taylor. Welcome to you. Watch I listen. Did you oh know you're God. the ho- co-host on the show? Yeah, I've just figured it do out. Do you know Josh? The engineer is here. Yeah, I do actually. Two weeks in a row, he made it here before you. I know. It's like an, a st- statistical anomaly. I know. It's Isn't not gonna it? happen again. Oh, we'll see. It's I guess easy. we'll have to it's bet that. Probably continue to because <laughs> <laughs> well, I... especially if we stick with this like these hours of recording. I could see that yeah, because Josh gets bored and he's like, I gotta go. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, how was your week, Taylor?
0: Uh, just uh, eventful, and I'd rather not say on air. Okay, but yeah, you, at, but you at, you know at a later why. date, we'll it, say. Yeah, you know why? Yeah,
2: I know the operation is going to cost you a lot of money, but I'm, I'm I support your transition. Uh, Josh, how was your week? Great. Shit. That's it. Yep. Great. Nothing yep. to complain Great. about. Cool. No, Thanks, Josh. I had a good week. Um, I have I some care. cool things on the horizon I can't really talk about here either, but they're actually good. All right. Go um, I filled Josh in a little bit. I'll fill you in later. Cool. Um, He's who, fill you who in. Who are baby. we having a better Enough. week? Who are we having a better week than this week? Um, Colucci? Doris Day is dead. Okay. You want to know what I heard oh. when I said that? You, I mean, who the fuck is Doris Day? Wait, are you, talking about,
0: are you talking about the guy from like the. No, it's a woman. Guy. The guy? <laughs> the one, no, Jungle she was Up? some
2: old TV show. And mm-hmm. who else? Uh, Tim Conway died, who mm-hmm. used to be on like Mary Tyler Moore, so they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, someone probably. posted Doris Day of the Dead, and was her face as a zombie. I thought, which... I, I thought you were talking
0: about like Morris Day from like, Jungle Love. Nah, I'm Morris sure... Day and the
2: motherfucking time. Morris <laughs> <laughs> Day and yeah, yeah. the motherfucking time. You mean those guys from the Prince movie? This <laughs> shit was <laughs> gay. All right, so let's <laughs> get some stuff out of the way. Taylor, I made some money again yeah. Yesterday, I bet Did you? you? What know who you what, You know who I made money with? Who? Bet DSI, and yeah, I bet on did. the Deontay Wilder fight, and I picked him to win Yo. within two rounds, and he knocked him out in the first that round. That was ridiculous. Do you know why I chose
0: bet DSI? Why'd you bet... Uh, choose BetDSI because <laughs> BetDSI Sorry. has
2: been paying winners for 20 years they are the top rated uh, betting site on review sites and it gives you the chance to use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash extra which cash. you and I love sports we should just be betting on the Mets to get less than three hits every game and we could actually make some money off that I put that. them in a fucking parlay and I lost so the thing I love about BetDSI is the user uh, inter- they're friendly the, oh my goodness the interface is user oh friendly no and so is the mobile site very easy to use yeah, the fastest payouts in the industry when I bet on my UFC last week I got paid on monday mm-hmm. literally you play you win and you get paid bet dsi offers betting options for everything from mlb to nba to nfl to nhl to ufc to all other major sports but you can also bet on politics you could bet on reality tv and esports virtually everything you could try try live betting at bet dsi where you can bet on games from start to finish every play and every minute until the last out of the game, the last quarter of the game, the last minute of the game, the last shot of the game.
0: Speaking of live betting, I made some money on the Golden State Warriors. They and were who, fa- they who, were underdogs. And who last did you night. who
2: did you bet with? I bet with BetDSI. Bet, BetDSI. New members will get a one hundred percent bonus match by using promo code Y W I L. That's more than double your money. So if you put twenty dollars down, how much are you getting? Forty. You're getting forty. Wow, I could do math. And the other nice thing is if you use promo code Y W I L, is you get a twenty five dollar free wager, so you could just test the waters. Yeah. We've literally been playing there ourselves since we joined BetDSI. Yeah. So it's been able to add some extra excitement to the sports that we love and are already watching. Yo, dip your toe in, dog. I'm telling you. Literally. So once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL to get this limited-time 100% bonus offer and a free $25 wager to test the waters. Don't miss out and go make some extra cash this betting season. It's only a game until you bet it at BetDSI. And so the other thing, too, with BetDSI, if you have any... I love it, dude. It's my favorite thing ever. Hey! One eight seven seven 877 cars for kids a R S cards for kids. One eight seven seven cards for kids.
0: Donate your card today.
2: Oh, I missed. Stupid. One I mi- am stupid. Oh,
0: that was right. <laughs> in- That was not cool.
1: It was cool for me. (laughs) And it's all over your shirt. I'm going to stop the camera so I don't lose it again. Last last time.
2: I got Taylor right in the eye with a pop. um, We didn't do poppers. We're not doing the butt stuff yet. Um, But yeah, so again, use BetDSI and they will make you some money on the sports you love and watch.
0: Dig it. Now, guess what, bros and bros? What? Fudge and Fin's Hashtag Shots for Likes podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitch. You will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Eastern what time Standard is that time. what day 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time <laughs> Saturday night dog your favorite booze consume because it's better than Saturday Night Live now. Uh,
2: That's your, not saying much your
0: favorite booze consuming podcast will be discussing sports video games and embarrassing drunken stories streaming on Twitch YouTube and Mixer. At Times they
2: are a cum consuming podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, fudge mostly <laughs> Um you can go to
0: these websites. Don't visit the links. Go yeah, to twitch.tv twitch. slash... the
2: links <coughs> that I'm reading to you.
0: Uh, <laughs> control V. Yeah. <laughs> twitch.tv <laughs> slash Shots for Likes podcast. Bet money like younger kids have no idea what the fuck that even means. That, you, gotta, you gotta do the yeah. control V to yeah, click the hyperlink. V- what's
2: that? Yeah. Control <laughs> C-, <laughs> C. Copy, paste, copy, paste.
0: <laughs> Mixer.com <laughs> slash Shots for Likes. Ah! I'm
1: kind of retarded.
0: (laughs) All right, Alex. Visit shots dot com and click on the YouTube icon up top to watch on YouTube. So redundant. Drink with us, and as always, don't be cunts. Don't be
2: no. And Taylor, I have new business. Damn. I'm thinking about advertising. Who should I call? I think you should call... Uh, what are those guys' names? I think you should... Lobo Sound. Lobo Sound. And if I need a new website, who should I call? I think you should totally call Lobo Sound. Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound is not limited to just Chicago. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California, That's wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. <laughs> Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Affordably. Reach who you want, when you want to reach them on all devices and applications. Applications. And for more information, call Lobo Sound at six three zero. What is it? Again, that is 630-244-9704 9704 9704, Or or you can visit www.lobosound.com Do not click the link I'm reading to you And again, that's www.lobosound.com And if you mention you watch I listen, you will get a 10% discount Again, lobosound.com or call 630-244-9704 6302449704 not the wrong number that Every one of these time. great guys post uh, typed in correctly post posted typed it post typed it post, post, post hence post hence the phrase whatever. all right Shut should we up. just get into reviews i, I mean what but else? We like, let's do, do it yeah. uh who's first uh, i feel like you should go first cuz i have a bit to I, talk about yeah, with, yeah uh, sure i got dos okay so um you guys gave me two kill switching two. Gay, uh, yeah dos uh two that's the only spanish i know i don't even know the number one See? is so i know the game uno but i don't know what that means in spanish um so you gave me two kill switch and Gage albums. Uh, the End of Heartache, which was Howard Jones. That yep. was the one you gave me, yep, Taylor. Yep, yep, yep. And then Alive or Just Breathing, which was Jesse Leach, which you gave me. Yes, and yep. I was just to yep, compare yep, and yep. contrast. Now, I didn't know this when I started this, but I've actually heard End of Heartache quite a bit. Yeah. Do you want to know why I knew End of Heartache pretty well? Because it was everywhere? Well, it wasn't just that it was everywhere. Uh, one of the songs was on the Freddie vs. Jason soundtrack. that yes, I was. owned, um, Darkness Falls. Yes. So I love that song, so I bought the album. So I actually knew this album quite well. Um, I love this album. In fact, I love both of them. They were both awesome. I can't complain about anything on any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill Gate on a, End of Heartache, there is not a song I gave less than a three, and it's the same thing with the other one. There was a few more threes on Josh's album, which it, I don't think it's a detriment to it. It was just um, being able to play through it, Without like being like super into it, it's kind of a different sound. It's it it, is. it's almost it's, a different
0: band, honestly. Yeah,
2: it's weird because you could tell the similarities, but there is a difference between them. And it's not neither one of them sucks. They're both really really good albums. They're, yeah, they're fantastic. like start to finish. Uh, I love them, and the thing I like about a band like Killswitch is when you can mix the intense screaming and the breakdowns and then have singing in it that actually sounds very good and it yep. feels like it fits the song. Yep, yep, um, so yep. I gave a bunch of songs fives on both albums. Yep. I'm going to give both albums four and a half. So I don't know if I could say one is definitively better than the other. Uh, I, can see, I think right one can depend on my mood. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, good. I that's feel fair. like End of Heartache is more like when I'm, like, upbeat. Yeah. And I could see a liver just breathing when I'm, like, pissed so off. Up, yo, so upbeat, up just
0: driving a Rose Sharon going 80 miles an hour. Yeah,
2: that's, the highway. <laughs> literally. So like, <laughs> I gave a bunch of songs five. On um, End of a Heartache, A Bid Farewell was a five, the first yeah. track. Mm-hmm. When Darkness Falls is a five. Um, Declaration was a five. World of Blaze was a five. And the rest were fours, and only one got a three because it was an interlude, which was in Hail. So how can I really grade yeah, that? What do you yeah. Do? Um, but yeah, the, I, everything else was a four or five on that one. Like, it, it's an awesome album. It's great, dude. And then on Alive or Just still, Breathing. Yo, it
0: still holds up almost 15 it's, years it's later. Age, it really It does. sounds like
2: it could come out now and still be great. Yeah. And you don't see a lot of bands that can have that sound from 15, 20 years ago. That still sounds like it fits now. Dude,
0: just even that type of longevity band strive for. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. Then on Alive or Just Breathing, the songs I gave five to were um, Self Revolution, mm-hmm. My Last Serenade was awesome, mm-hmm. Just Barely Breathing, uh, Temple From Within, and the last song R- Ride Inside. Those are my fives. Uh, again, the only stuff I got three was uh, Life to Lifeless, which was still really really good in the Element 01 they were all really really good songs yeah. musically they're great lyrically they're great vocally they're great uh there's not a single complaint i could take away from any of these uh count me in as a big kill switch engage fan now Sick. there's nothing i disliked it. there's nothing i would change about either of these albums so if i had to pick a vocalist i like more i'd probably go howard jones but it's it's so like dude it's like literally yeah, it, this much of a difference yeah it's, it's, it's so it, minute it, again it could depend on my mood i right. they, 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 you couldn't really tell a difference from one to the other dramatically unless you're actually listening for that if you guys for didn't sure. tell me i would think it's the same singer yeah, Honestly, that's the yeah thing.
0: because that, thats how close it is. I mean, th- the first time I was introduced to Killswitch was Howard, and then when I when I listened to Jesse, I'm like, oh Jesus! They, I good do with think him they'd too. be
2: better with um uh, Sammy Hagar. I everyone's <laughs> better with, actually, they, everything's better with Sammy. Hagar. No, I'm kidding. But uh, these were two kickass albums. Tequila, so, uh, My hats off to both you boys. So these were awesome.
0: Yeah, it sick, dude. All
2: right, Taylor. So you gave me what was it? Uh, Best of enemies. Best of enemies. With... Documentary about Gore Vidal and William F. Buckley. The first ever televised political pundit debate. That was the precursor to the Fox News, CNN, MSNBC political debate type series mm. out there. Um,
0: I, I, it's very interesting. I mean, listen, as far as the in the realm of politics, I'm not necessary. I don't necessarily care for it. You sure. Know what I mean? Sure. I like knowing the history of yes. it, and it was also kind of weird seeing the issues that they're arguing about around 1968, 1972, and how it really hasn't changed it, all that it's much. It's exactly,
2: it honestly, like, parts of it put my mind I mean, at ease when, only, I, when the, you see the frustrating things that are happening. The
0: only thing that's really changed is the vernacular that's used. Absolutely. Obviously, like, I'm saying it in reference to it, but like,
2: Buckley calling Vidal queer Wait, what part are you talk? I don't know what you're talking about. Now,
1: listen you the writer, when, when, you're when he you that, that part that let's let's stop or calling, or I'll calling names stop you and in your let's goddamn him. face let's, and you'll... Plastic.
0: Yo, listen here, you queer. Dude, like, I said, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's just amazing what you can get away with back then. And, like, even well, it even, was like, there, there was, was no about, script, there was no blueprint for but that
2: kind of they idea. They were also
0: talking about it on, like, uh, like uh, uh, the executives as it was going on
2: live, and it's like, can they say
0: that on yeah, TV? Can, and they're like, well, did it's he live. They called mean, them he a crypto
2: did. Nazi and a queer. Yeah. And again, these two, it wasn't a gimmick. These two actually disliked each other. each other. Yeah. They had complete, and it was before the debates, even they didn't like each other, completely convic- uh, conflicting ideologies. Mm-hmm. Disagreements. And you think in a lot of situations, you see people that have adamant disagreements. Like Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder have people on the left they disagree with entirely, yeah, but right. they can be very friendly with. That was not the case with these two. No. And they carried it. Throughout the rest of their lives. See,
0: here's the crazy thing is that it almost seemed like even though they couldn't stand each other, they had such a high respect for each other because they're the only two that could really get well, to that level. Well, the
2: first time when he caught, when uh, Buckley underestimated Vidal. Yeah. And he was like, he was just out partying and then he brought up things he said that Buckley's like, oh, I never said that. Talking about bombing Vietnam, nuking Vietnam. Yeah, right. And he owned him then. And no one was expecting that. Gore, uh, so Buckley was the more intelligent guy. Yeah. But Vidal was the more intelligent Uh, He he was a debater. Vidal was more of a... Cerebral. Cerebral tactician.
0: Like how... uh, I think it was... Right after that part when they showed you that whole conflict on live TV, and it said that Vidal went to Buckley, like after they cut the cameras off or something, it's like, oh, I think I think we gave them their money's worth. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. It so, was like
2: it was people, and you saw the ratings. It did. It completely changed th- broadcast television. I
0: think the I think when it when they showed the ratings, it was like normally like a three point. Well, ABC was in
2: the shitter. It saved they were, ABC.
0: They were number three behind what was it? NBC C- and, and CBS. CBS. Yeah, those so were, they were the two. They were perennially number three. They went from the ratings from three point nine to a seven point eight and eight point two. Like even ratings like that in the sixties—that's
2: monumental. People were about it, man, and it's—it's it's, uh, unfortunate. The thing I liked at the end is how they talk about how it may have created this poison toxicity that goes on with this now, where I can see how it originated.
0: Absolutely, can see how it originated. How it originated there. Um, now, again, like I said, the um, the source material, I guess you could say, or the overall um, the subject matter is not necessarily one I'm particularly fond no, of getting I, I, into. I
2: would say I'm not either, but I'm interested in hearing the adamant disagreements where both sides can almost sound like they're right. With yeah. both sides. I can I can see their points, but a lot of times it's the delivery. Yeah, I sure. like Buckley. I liked Buckley more. Yeah, I understood. I thought Vidal was way more entertaining because he wasn't entertaining. He was an author. Well, he wrote a fiction. Well, and he they, he they
0: also said that like, he didn't go to college. He he took a lot of pride in that. He didn't go to college and he got here.
2: Yeah. Well, he also wanted to be president at one point, uh-huh. and you know they showed both of them trying to run for political office at different points. I, How I, Vidal yeah. resented Bobby Kennedy yeah. uh, terribly. That
0: was the weirdest part. And then like he almost he didn't celebrate one. Bobby got assassinated oh but he
2: wasn't but like, he wasn't mad he wasn't mad he wasn't about sad it. about it either yeah, that's that's, and the,
0: that's like a little that's like kind of
2: dark the part honestly. that I, I i really liked was when it was um the end of Buckley's broadcasting career and yeah. they played the famous uh, listen here you queer clip yeah, right. um how he reacted he's like he thought it was destroyed and you could tell he actually was ashamed that he did that cuz well, he Vidal did exactly what he wanted to do was get under his skin and draw out this guy that he said was this hateful mean person yeah. and Vidal pushed the right button well, at the right it's time it's also
0: one of those things too like if. If you're having an argument with someone, regardless of who it is, if in the middle of that argument either party threatens physical violence, the or, person or starts
2: being degrading and derogatory towards the, the, them. The
0: person who is receiving the actual physical threat has officially
2: won. Yeah, that. because you got in their head exactly. And Vidal, while the was was the only
0: because th- th- your last resort is like, all right, I got to throw hands. Yeah, you and, know what I mean.
2: And Buckley, I mean, people don't realize how influential Buckley has been to the entire well, conservative movement. I mean, he was I didn't, I didn't he was the the force behind Ronald Reagan, a lot like Steve Bannon was the force behind Donald Trump.
0: Well, let let me give you a perfect example. So it's no secret that I'm a huge fan of the show The Newsroom, written by Aaron Sorkin. Now, there's one particular scene where Will McAvoy, Jeff Daniels' character, is reading this thing on air, saying that we're going to stop being, you know, reporting on nonsense. We're going to give you all the facts and you make your decision. And he's listing off all these um, these very influential people in news. Mm -hmm. And the first... Three names that I heard him say, I could have sworn I heard him say Vidal, he definitely said Buckley, yeah. and he also said Walter Cronkite. Oh, yeah, well, Cronkite,
2: so, Cronkite's like but, the Babe Ruth of yeah, uh, journalism. But, but,
0: but what I'm saying is is that, like, that is how influential, w- regardless of whether or not they're on the right or on the left, you know what I mean?
2: They, absolutely. They still absolutely influence. Yeah, I mean, Buckley founded the National Review, which yeah. was the very first conservative newsletter there's been, mm-hmm. and it, again he was single, probably the single biggest m- push behind Ronald Reagan's mm-hmm. ascendancy. And he also was big uh, responsible for Nixon finally getting elected. And yeah. then he abandoned Nixon because of his principles. Yeah, with the um, and Yeah. Stuff. And so I find that amazing that, again, as you said, the things that happened back then are so parallel to the things that are happening it's now. It's similar. It, but it also, for me, like when I see the craziness, like if you go on Twitter and you see these assholes arguing about it or mm-hmm. on Facebook – And people are like, things have never been worse. And I'm like, yo, kids at Kent Kent State were getting shot by the National Guard. Mm Mm-hmm. The protests were a hundred times worse Yeah And people were just so plugged in And aware that We don't We don't look at our history And seeing that this has been a thing forever It just goes through peaks and valleys Where it's intense And then it's calm It's intense and then it's calm Then it's calmly intense And then it's a peak of intensity It's
0: it's also just because we're in America So we only see American Of course History obviously I want to see it (laughs) But I mean Even if you look at the history of the world Even back Like Even back like middle ages Like Throughout history and time Middle earth There's always been social issues of course. There's it's, always, I mean, no matter what, like whether it's the Yang Dynasty in China or whether or not it's uh, Frederick Fourteenth or whatever it may be, or King Henry VIII, there's always going to be a problem throughout yeah, history. And Humans will always fight. And we
2: know history repeats itself, and repeats it's repeating itself, itself, itself now. Itself. I mean, there's very similar things. And you look at um, Nixon and how he stoked the coals of uh, law and order, and a lot of the people on the left said it was a, just another way of saying attack uh, blacks and things like that. Yeah. And you look at the similarity, there's a lot of parallels to things that people point out now. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not true. Any political allegiance is no, acknowledgement of the facts of yeah. what it was like then and how similar it is to now. It's, if we would just swap names out I and you watch this and you couldn't tell who it was and you just heard voices, you wouldn't know what generation it was no, at all. I, 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 don't was, think. I
0: was so perplexed at how eloquent and how concise both of these guys were. There were no obviously, there were professionals, not like oh us. man, there's yeah. no honest, uh, there's uh, no uh, likes, but there's, seriously. there's no, <laughs> there's no, um. Like that awkward pause yes. in between what you're trying to say. Yeah, well you, Buckley you clearly have what you want to say. The way say. Buckley that, spoke was that, incredible. That alone is such a major skill. Well, and those are my favorite parts like in that.
2: in Best of Enemies. Was when they would just show five minutes uncut of them the debate, just, going just them at each going, at each going other. and you hear them, and then when you get to the point where crypto Nazi, now listen here, you queer. It's <laughs> yo, I died when he said that. It, like it, I'm, I'm sorry, it, that was. It, you
0: know what's funny too? Like if it really came to blows, dude Buckley would have beat Buckley would have the
2: shit out of him. It wouldn't have uh- been close. And so if you had to pick who you Liked more between Buckley as, as, and as far Vidal. As, as
0: far as a person, not a political side, sure, as far absolutely. as a person, I would honestly pick uh, Vidal. Really? Okay. Just because I like the. Because uh, it's also Game of Thrones tactician, I like his it's thought like Little process. Finger. He's thinking three steps ahead. Sure, sure. You know okay, what I'm that's, saying? that's
2: actually. I, I could see Buck, that.
0: Buckley is like the brute strength, whereas, like. Vidal was like the the assassin. It's the hound
2: versus the mountain. He yeah, was the which was crazy. We're so, gonna talk about that. So, but um,
0: if I really have to, now, let me now let me give it a rating. As far as a documentary, it's been weird because this week I've watched the Wu Tang Clan documentary sure. series, and I also watched um, this. Obviously, it's been a great week for documentaries. This one, honestly because it was filmed brilliantly and just laid everything out it's straight such a, down the it's middle. An it's an easy watch. Eight,
2: it's an eight. Yeah, it's an it's easy watch. Easy eight. So I will say the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, Vidal. And then when I just watched it again this week, I was like, oh, Buckley. It was weird because uh-huh. Buckley, his... Uh, I would say that I have viewpoints on both guys' sides. Not that I was picking that for there, but Buckley aligned with more my thinking in a lot of ways on certain things. Sure. And I liked his approach better. So while I liked the cerebral guy and I appreciate that about him, yeah. I liked how Buckley more often than not was able to stay composed. And when he was prepared, he just destroyed it. It was, it was crazy. Um, but I, I also like that. I, I really respect two men that could hold on to anger for that long <laughs> towards
0: one person. I, I, I of there's, there's like, like a, a Aria's list. There. There's, there's like, I, I, can't, there's so much respect there because like that. There's I there's something to there, sticking there, to your guns for that. There long. was also a
2: level of sadness when they're talking about how Vidal would have people over and he would constantly show them the debates, no matter how many times they've seen it. Like that was his number one like crutch in life. Like this is what I did, to William Buckley. Like to hold on to it that long. And Josh, you watched it as well, correct?
1: I did. And what were your thoughts? Um, I gotta say, like it's it, looking back at something so so far into the past, right? Yeah. yeah. Thing. And what how what similar it. it is to the things that are going on today. Uh, you got one guy staunchly in the corner of the conservative side, yeah. one guy staunchly in the corner of the of the liberals. side of yeah, uh, you know, liberals. It, it and, was basically Anderson Cooper against Ben Shapiro. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, yeah. it, it was yeah, like you wrong. said earlier, and I totally agree. It's very. Uh, uh, Almost in a way, refreshing. Absolutely, to see that the problems that are happening today are not just today's problems. That this is something that's been going on for a while, for a long time, man. um, You know, obviously, it's 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 turned up to quite a degree. uh, Yes, but social media. Back then,
2: I also think part of that is social media just amplifying it. Like it's normally and, and would be also, turned up to five, but social media makes it turned up to eleven. It's also the
0: spreading of fake news of people buying bogus stories all the time because and it just fits their beliefs. Correct.
2: They, they see a headline that it confirms what they believe already, mm-hmm. so they just want to believe it's true, so they share it. And then once they find out it's not true, yeah. that's always my favorite thing when it's a fake story goes out and you look, it's got like twenty thousand retweets. Yeah. Then the next day, the retraction comes out saying this wasn't right, and it's got like a hundred. This is about, crazy.
0: As far as like being like got got by like a fake story, the last time I got I got got by. Fake story was the hot dog water one the fucking- <laughs> at the New York Post picked yeah, yeah, I thought it was real. I wish it was. I wish it I was. I would too. drink
2: the hot dog water.
0: It's like, oh, give me two dogs with kraut and uh, fill the styrofoam cup with water, please. So, so
1: Josh, you enjoyed the movie as well. I did. One of the things that uh, that kind of caught my eye afterwards is I was doing a little bit of research on both sure, guys. Sure, and please uh, enlighten us. So, one thing that I noticed uh, about Gore Vidal in some of the things that I was reading about him that his name was uh, Gore. Well, yeah. no. Aside from that, so if you look at some of the things that conservatives are doing today, they get decried by the by the left wing sure. and the left wing media and all that. Um, it's something that back in you know the '60s and the '70s, and well, this quote is a lot more recent than that, but you know this is kind of his heyday. Is something that Gore Vidal said. So uh, we all know about Roman Polanski, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so come back. Uh Gore Vidal once said this about. All right, let me read this.
2: Gore Vidal says, anti-Semitism got Roman Polanski, calls Polanski's 13-year-old victim a young hooker. Gore Vidal isn't afraid to say what he really thinks about the Roman Polanski Polanski fiasco. I really don't give a fuck. Look, am I going to sit and weep every time a young hooker feels as though she's been taken advantage of, he tells The Atlantic in a wide-ranging interview, adding that the real story is getting twisted and the anti-Semitism got poor Polanski. The media can't get anything straight, Vidal continues. Plus, there's usually an anti-Semitic and anti-fag thing going on with the press. Lots of crazy things. The idea that this girl was in her communion dress, a little angel in all white, being raped by this awful Jew, um, Polanski—that's what people, or what they're calling him, a Polacco? Yeah. thats what people were calling him. Well, the story is completely different now from what it was then okay, it doesn't matter if it was a hooker. It was 13 years yeah, old. It doesn't mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't shouldn't, matter. Shouldn't matter. And they, there's, there's no gray well, area As there. you said, there is a big double standard in that regard where they'll defend the people that line up with their beliefs no matter what they've done, mm-hmm. which is crazy. And <clears throat> I mean, it's also, it just shows that these things are exactly the same because it happens on both sides where it's wrong if they do it, but if we do it, there's a just reason behind it, which again shows how much as things change the same, they stay exact, as ch- things change, they stay exactly the same. And Vidal was clearly you know he was in that corner he would have fit in perfectly in today's society and today's political climate which i think we're all in agreement sucks yep. yeah cuz everyone sucks just it's just, everyone's a shithead it's
0: just sad because like i was having i was having this conversation with my girlfriend over the weekend and i, I said the one thing and that she I, said
2: listen here you queer yeah, <laughs> no the one
0: the one thing that i'm noticing that it just the overall issue is that everyone's always ha- going to have their beliefs out there always this and th- when people write laws it's always left they leave stuff up to interpretation sure. sometimes you know what I mean so it's like oh well maybe there's a gray area here maybe there's this maybe there's this I think if there's more definition within the laws themselves th- it'll cause less conflict like I say it like this maybe maybe it sounds weird but I think like if it's defined a certain way for better or for worse it's better to have the conversation because that way you know where you stand well yeah you I mean, what I'm saying? I,
2: I think discourse is the most po- important thing and the problem is too many people want to ignore discourse when it doesn't line up with what they believe. Because that's they think that the other person's beliefs are an attack on theirs. And that's not the case. It's supposed to make you come to an understanding. All of us, the three of us here, have different beliefs on different political discussions. But it's never once gotten in the way of our friendship. Never. The only thing that's gotten in the way of our friendship is ice water while someone's showering. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> and maybe broads. I don't know. Those That's just that's boys, though. That's boys yeah. and girls have it happen with boys. But it's, it's crazy that... That's the as you were saying the problem is that ideology weighs more than political belief yeah that's what I'm saying ideology is what you believe and that's where you line up politically even if some of those ideologies conflict with your other ideologies right and that was where these guys were probably way more similar than they realized but because they were so vastly on the opposite sides on social issues they did not want to hear a single part of their other beliefs again no compromise and that's the biggest problem we have is that there is no middle ground there's no compromise Mm -hmm. you take an opinion on an extreme left or an extreme right if you sit in the middle you're a centrist and that somehow is a bad thing because you want to hear the the view, you want to hear the problem before you have an opinion on it.
0: Now, I will say too, speci- uh, specifically from these guys, again, Josh actually said it kind of I say weirdly for lack of a better term, but he's 100% right. It uh, kind of was refreshing hearing these guys go back and forth because the truth be told, I- I'm just happy that uh, a conversation was even had. Sure. Because I think the conversation should be had. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's there's no other way to solve conflict without some, t- some type of communication. Well, I'm so. glad you
2: guys liked that. I thought it was right up both your alleys, which is why I told Josh you should watch it as well. I think it's a very I think everyone should watch that, especially if you have intense political beliefs on either side and yeah. you think that the other, the other side is the problem. Watch this. Just to cool your senses on how silly things are, just so you can know that they were that silly that long ago. So, there we go. All right, picks for this week. Um, Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, go for it.
0: So,. Like I like I mentioned earlier, it was a big uh it was a big week for documentaries. Yes. And this week they released the four part series of uh, the Wu Tang Clan. Sure. Um, chronicling the history of the Wu Tang clan. Yes. So I think I, in honor of watching that, I wanna give you something related to the okay. Wu Tang clan. So I'm gonna give you one of uh their solo records. Okay. I'm gonna give you Raekwon the Chef's uh Cuban Links. Okay, it's a ah, what the hell was the name of it? It's like no request for Cuban Links or something like That's that. That's the Name of the I've, album? Yeah, hold um, on, I'm, I'm gonna, just I,
2: type in Cuban Links and I'll find or type in. I'll write it's, down it's, it's, and it's, I'll find it. It's
0: Raycon the Chef's most famous record. Okay, like it's up there with like Jizz's. There's swords, a chance I probably heard ODB's some of it before. In
2: 36 Chambers,
0: yeah, to Cal. Yeah, exactly. Or M-E-T-H-O-D, whatever you ate.
1: O.D. Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, cool. But um, um,
0: I really like this album. It's the epitome of. East be weird Coast if you hip-hop. gave it to me and you didn't like it. No, it's the epitome of East Coast hip hop. It really is. You know, obviously, the Wu-Tang Clan is one of the most influential hip-hop and groups in the And they ain't nothing to fuck with. They ain't nothing to fuck with. They brought the ruckus. Yeah, Wu-Tang, bro. Like, that documentary is so ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going to
2: have to get someone's Showtime account. I mean, I'm going to have to get Showtime and not steal someone else's. Yeah, <laughs>
0: But, like I said, just, like, watching them watch, like, old home
2: movies. And it, th- there's They a filmed f- a bunch right in uh, Warwick, right yeah. over one town over from here, Dude, they from sho- West Mumford.
0: They're, they're showing old home videos of them and, like, the projects and shit. And you see a close-up of Old Dirty Bastard. When he, he
2: was, like, old, almost dirty bastard? Yeah. But or young, was,
0: younger. And he just looks in the camera, and he just hits you with the first verse of Shimmy Shimmy Ya" before it was even remotely a thought. One of my and favorite it, it's jams of, ever. It's one of the coolest things ever. And Raekwon's album, Cuban Lynx, is one of the b- most underrated rap classics out there. Like, I would compare it to almost as good as Nas' Ilmatic. I would compare mm. it to just as good, if not as good as uh, Biggie's first record. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah. ready to die. Yeah. Um, it's it's, like I said, the epitome of East Coast hip-hop. It's cool. fa- absolutely fantastic. Well, I'm excited,
2: because I'm sure I've heard some of it before. You definitely um, have. But I'm excited to actually listen to it from start to finish. Okay, so movie. Um, actually, I brought this movie up to you last week. Uh, we were talking about um, doing our thing, like, overrated, underrated, movie I haven't seen. I named my Guilty Pleasure movie. Only built for Cuban monks,
0: uh, I apologize. Okay, okay.
2: That's, I got it. Um, so I gave. I told you my Guilty Pleasure movie, and uh, this, this movie is called uh, The Girl Next Door. Um, Tim Oliphant is one of the stars of it. Okay. Emil Hirsch is the uh, the main character. The uh-huh. whole premise of this movie is this high school kid who is like the valedictorian of his class, and he's in for like a presidential scholarship. Uh, total dork. Him and his friends hang out and they watch porn in a room together. Like they're him and his oh. two loser friends. That's that's not weird and, or anything. I mean, it's what losers did when they weren't getting. Uh, I almost said pie, like I'm the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cherry pie? So so the whole premise of the movie is he's this loser, nothing really going for him, not popular, gets picked on. And then a a girl moves in next door, a beautiful blonde girl who starts hanging out with him. And then he discovers that she is actually a porn star. You
0: know, I remember watching the trailer for this when it was coming out, and I never saw it.
2: These these type of movies, and I don't like calling it a chick flick because it's rated R. It's more like a uh, it's an adult rom com, I guess you could say. Okay, um, but. It's it's really charming. It is very funny. Emil Hirsch is awesome in it. Is it like in the realm of Timothy like, Oliphant is awesome. Tim in it. Oliphant is amazing in mean, it. He plays the ex boyfriend of the porn star who is like has his own porn uh, oh, industry. Okay. I guess that he wants her back. Yeah. So he's like the antagonist of the movie.
0: You ever seen the movie? She's out of my league. Yeah. The, it's 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 better it ca- than she's out of my league. But it's a long, I love It's a long, I, I, I like
2: that. My favorite line in she's out of my league is when. Um, The girl is on the plane with Kristen Ritter, and the guy keeps <laughs> interrupting her. And she goes, Dude, "Dude, go take a shit in your hand." Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best lines. Jessica Jones tells yeah. him shit in his hand. So it, I would say it's long. It's very similar kind of storyline, but okay. it's it's along your lines where it's almost it's kind of coming of age. Okay, um, I like it. Where it's you aren't expecting a lot of things, and it takes these twists and turns you don't expect. I just right. rewatched it with the landlord not that long ago. Good. I forgot how much I liked it. It's better it's, than Dude. Where's my car? No, of course it is. Everything's better than Dude Where's My Car. Dude Where's My Car was good when you were fourteen. That's so good. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Josh, he, like two Josh, years I, ago, I'm we only...
0: Got... I, I only say that because there was one time we we're hanging out with Manfro and we we're like, Manfro what's your favorite movie? Immediately, <laughs> <laughs> Dude Where's My Car. There was no hesitation. So, so, so we <laughs> and put and it on. So then I'm like, what else? Dude, uh, biodome.
1: <laughs> yeah, biodome.
0: Always <laughs> sure. Dude, we we put on Dude Where's My Car. We got through twenty minutes of, it and, and we're like, dude, this is
2: bad. Like, how did we like? I remember hanging out in elementary school, Josh, Mark Van Shake. We rented Dude. Dude wears my car is the first time we saw him we laughed so hard we took permanent marker and wrote dude and sweet on our backs <laughs> the problem was Mark had broken his collarbone if you remember when that happened yes. so he had his like brace on and it just got embroidered and <laughs> said dude on it um, but yeah no. so the girl next door I think you're really gonna like it it's a very charming movie cool. uh, you've seen the girl and other things she's been in a ton of stuff too but Tim Oliphant rules he's one of the more I'm re-watching Deadwood right now you, do, you texted me a couple days ago. Like, like dude do it I'm like I forgot how good Deadwood is but there's only like three good, seasons, There's only three seasons. The movie comes out at the end of the month. I know. And dude. I'm super excited for it. I just forgot how good it is. Yeah. It, that's a top ten series for me all time, which, let's jump into another HBO series. What is tonight, boys? Tonight Our, is
0: the series finale of Game of Thrones. Tonight, it's finally um, over. For
2: when you guys hear this this week, um, it's finally over. Uh, last week, we had The Bells, the episode. Uh, very controversial and divisive episode. The most divisive in the history of the series, as well. I would agree. Um, you got to think about it. So, it was the highest-rated episode of the series. Ever the most watched, uh, and it was also the lowest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, uh, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes is all it got. No and shit. yeah, um, so I, I like the episode. Okay. I was entered. This is where people are d- disagreeing with me adamantly. I'm entertained. Yeah. I, I, I so I wrote up a thing. I went back and I revised my predictions from before The Last of the Starks. Okay. I, I reviewed where I was where I was way more on than I thought no, you, I was gonna be. You, you really I, were. I, a couple of them I took different vehicles.
0: Like I, I went back listened to the episode. The part you got absolutely right was Euron mortally was, was Mortally Wounding him. Was mortally wounding Jamie and then Jamie killing Euron. And yeah. then but the part you missed was Jamie killing yeah, Cersei, well, I said
2: happen, I said but... in a lot of them it was a different vehicle to this, but I did say yeah. they die in each other's arms. So that's what yeah. Like I said, he was going to turn. Tyrion was going to turn in Varys. I said it was going to happen in a different way, but it happened. I said Daenerys was going to go mad. It happened exactly like I thought. I said the Unsullied and Grey Worms specifically were going to have a big hand in. Jo- I saw
0: Danny going mad early in the season. Yeah, I think I think, I think all of us kind of saw yeah. it coming.
2: I mean, there's a lot of different that's, things there. Yeah,
0: that's not like I saw that. You didn't see so that. The, Shut th- up. the
2: people that are like, oh, all of a sudden this happened. They've been teasing Daenerys going mad since season in one there's foreshadowing Well th-
0: they even said when um when Drogo kills her brother and she has such a cl- like she d- doesn't react- care. She doesn't it's give like a, a shit. It's a chilling thing Absolutely. if you think about cuz in if you look at it like in the realm of the show and the storyline she's only 16 years old and, yeah. and seeing something like that and, and she and it was she was to her fine. brother and she didn't give a yeah.
2: shit. And uh, there were the other thing I got right was uh, Tyrion, free and Jamie. Obviously, that was yeah. on the money. Um, so now heading into the finale, I mean, you guys, did you guys like the bells? I know you went back and watched it again, Josh. Um, you're my Game of Thrones um, liaison because you're the biggest fanboy and sure. uh, reader of the novels as well. So we yep. um,
0: ain't got all day, dude. Come on.
2: Yeah, George R. R. Martin's next book is gonna come out by the time you get the sentence yeah, out. The I'll Winter. fucking can I
1: wish.
0: Yeah, re- Winds of Winter's never coming <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, no, dude.
1: I'm never Winds gonna of see the and, and and the all of, I'm probably never gonna get to see the end of the books, which no, kills you, me. No, you
0: could uh, like, uh, die like, before then. Like, like no, <laughs> no, you listen, are yeah, my, uh, true. <laughs> like uh, my father's a big a big fan of the books and he even said the same thing. So
1: one Micah can read.
2: <laughs> I could read the book
1: <laughs> Well dude, right, I, so I so read the fucking thing. What do you mean? So there's a lot of there's a lot of complaints about the showrunners. Sure. You know, the people that it's are coming up fault. with this crazy survey. Oh, you know, they're terrible writers when they have no source material to adapt it's from. Yeah, not the, 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 it's the, not their fault. It, I mean, like, they, like, here's so, the thing. If you go back to the beginning of the show and you look judged. at the source material, there are some things that they follow. There are some things that they follow. Great, of course. But there are a lot of things that they diverge off of. Major, really, major things They well. really have not... Over the long term of the show, use the source materials so much as they're writing backbone. They've come up with a lot of stuff themselves. They've changed a lot of things. Sure. They've been super creative. Here is the problem: the problem is is that you had five full seasons where mm-hmm. they're kind of adapting off the books, changing things a little bit here and there, and then they have they this, were taking this, they, have they were this,
2: taking this, different routes to the same destination. And then they have much. the
1: sixth season. The sixth season kind of changed everything well, because now they're coming up with their own story. The whole way through. And I thought season six was great. You got the Battle of the Bastards. You have the Winds of Winter. Absolutely. Um, you know, there was through. a lot of great storytelling in there. But then you have season seven and you have season eight. And, you know, Dan, do you know something that happened right after season six with the showrunners of Game of Thrones? No, what happened? They were signed on to a enormous... <gasps> astronomical project. A
2: bigger franchise than Game of Thrones, in fact, Game with of a Thrones. bigger company than HBO. Exactly. What, do you know what that is, Taylor? Yes, I do. What is that? That's Star Wars. And who's D- Star Wars owned by now? Disney. And who don't you want to piss off if you're the, the showrunners by bad-mouthing HBO in this process? Disney. The show run- yeah, you don't want to piss off Disney if you're the showrunners, which they did say themselves that HBO told us we gave as much money and as mu- many episodes as we want. I'm sure there's a level of truth to that, but HBO is notorious for strangleholding, Dude. successful shows especially when they have large budgets all, all, dude, How also, many cut great- shit yeah I mean they cut Rome Rome was Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones massive was, budget yeah. Rome was an incredible show but it was so massive budget it was highly reviewed it was highly watched it just cost a lot of money and HBO was like nope I mean they cancelled Deadwood after three seasons Deadwood is considered one of their five best shows ever Yep. so with this I do think that I think part of it the reason I do believe the writers a little bit that they had this snapped <laughs> out I think the pressure is a lot when you're writers and on a show like of this magnitude. And I think the expectations are so high that how can you do anything but disappoint in one way or the other? Mm -hmm. So I could see why they wanted to rush it. and But I also, when I did my revision thing, going back at the end, I said the people are saying it's rushed. When we found out it was six episodes, and this is the analogy I used. I said, if you're starving right now, Josh, right? You're starving. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, in six hours, you're going to eat. But it's, you're only getting two chicken nuggets. Are you gonna be expecting to be full from two chicken nuggets? No. Okay, so you'd be an asshole if you had two chicken nuggets and say, I can't believe I'm not full. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting to, everything I wanted to be fulfilled. Yeah, my sure. expectations were in a certain way. To be fair, I am not as much of a Game of Thrones fanboy as you guys. I love the show. I yeah. think it's awesome. It creeps right into my top ten. It's like right there for me. It's not my top five. And that's just differences in opinion. I will not shit on the show for that regard. Um, but I thought, I think last season kind of changed my expectations. Because I said with season seven, I remember three things. I remember Arya getting the phrase. I remember Littlefinger. And I remember the dragon getting turned into a white. Mm-hmm. That is all I remember. The rest is completely. You tell it to me, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Now I remember, but I cannot name it. Every other season, I can name multiple things that happened. I, and I, I can't. I
0: will, I will say, dude, season seven, like just seeing the wall finally come down was crazy to me. Honestly, yeah. like that was nuts. I also I saw a meme earlier this morning where it was like, because um, like you know, th- there's a petition out there for you know to rewrite Game of Thrones season. Eight, oh, yada, yada. A which a is, is, which oh, is it was the annoying. same thing they did with the Last Jedi. Jedi. So like, dumb. I, but uh, there was a meme out there where it was just a picture of Danny's face right after they killed. whatever the hell her name was, Masande and it was just like uh, Game of Thrones writers say to 800,000 petitioners go write your own fucking show if you're so goddamn smart yeah no it,
2: it's it's true though like that's the thing like these people get competent showrunners these guys have been running it's it people, the entire time dude
0: it's people getting pissed because they they didn't they, what they wanted to happen
2: didn't well, happen and I think that's what a show should be doing it's the same thing with The Last Jedi they were like they changed the mythology and I was like yeah they. I, it wasn't really changing and, the mythology and though the other thing that I think is a, a reason you see so much backlash is whether people realize it I think it's a big subconscious thing is that a lot of people just don't want it to end.
0: I, I think that's a listen, major,
2: major part of it. And
0: I agree. I don't want it to no, end. No, why would you want it to end? Because the way they did it, specifically the the episode before this is where they were setting everything up where like, you know, don't say nothing about John being a target. Like they were setting it up. Yeah, Those, sure, sure. They went back to the political drama. If they if they had one more season, I think it would be better. That's just what I think. Uh, but the, it is what it this is. What we added, have, let's enjoy added it. Three
2: to four episodes in the last two seasons, you could have gotten more but, done. But my, my my point is, this or is not what, waste twenty minutes in the first episode with the uh, Aladdin. I, I didn't. I still, <laughs> still, yeah, you're right. Still, still didn't mind it though. But like, it's just this is what we have.
0: We can't change
2: it. Yeah. So why don't we just enjoy it and, while we have it? And yeah. And I I listen. It's not to say that everyone is supposed to love it. There's always going to be disagreements. And I'm, I, when I also think about it is, look at the history of popular cultural phenomenon shows. How many of them ended on universally beloved high notes? Dude, I, I Breaking mean, Bad recently. Well,
0: Breaking Bad... There three that, there's only Breaking three... Breaking Bad's one of the few shows that's perfect start to finish. There are, few, there are, like there are, there are three shows
2: I can think of that had universally praised endings. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Six Feet Under. Okay. And the shield. Everything else the shield. is totally debatable. Did they the thing in the Fantastic Four? Yes, yeah. Four? Um, I'm, I'm forgetting his, name. Forget Michael his name. Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Oh, he was uh, uh,
0: he was Kingpin in Gotham too.
2: Yes, correct. Because oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so, uh, not Kingpin. He was... Uh, he no, was Phil Fisk? Fisk? No, Fisk is Daredevil de- Dingus. Sorry. Um, but he wasn't Gotham. You're right. Yeah. Um, so, when I think Sorry. about that, like, The Sopranos, when it first ended, was a panned ending, and I now re- it's like an 80% favorable ending. Dude, I, re- I remember it. that happening. But I, My parents watched it, and they were pissed. And now, because that was more of an artistic approach. It's not this epic like Game mm-hmm. of Thrones is. Um, well, 16- the same thing. People got pissed at the end of Lost. I don't like Lost at all, but, I mean, it was a huge the, I, show. So, one of my favorite endings recent memory that I thought was a great ending was The Leftovers I thought Josh you'd agree the ending was perfect for what the story was That's but nice I, know, I, I know people that didn't like the ending because they wanted to know about the journey and to me that didn't matter it was about the characters yeah. but it, it just proves the point again that there is divisiveness there
0: well people's always people are always going to be looking for what they want to look of for. course you because I mean? people
2: it, want certain things they root for especially make show like Game of Thrones you are rooting for certain characters you are rooting for your favorite character and that was brings me to another point in Game of Thrones and is man. how people are now calling it sexist again because oh they they took the strong female character and she went mad. They've been teasing it from the beginning. Oh look what they did to Cersei! She's been a bitch from the beginning. Frankly, Cersei didn't get the right kind of death. If anything, no. I she should have gotten gutted. I mm-hmm. I understand what they were going for. I would have liked to seen a much more what about prominent. The the- have death. you seen the theory but, that Jaime's not dead? That yes, he did not yeah. die in there because mm-hmm. I. I, it's a I didn't. Silly to me. Well, the only reason I would put any credence to it is the fact that everyone, the Euron's act, the actor got a goodbye, and he gave a thank you, yep. and uh, Lena H- Hetty, whatever how you pronounce her last name, Hedley, is uh, there's no L in it. I thought there was. No, I didn't. Oh, I, I didn't discover I'm that sorry. until I was. I watched the Page movie the other night. Fight it with my family, which actually wasn't that bad. I was surprised. It was very entertaining.
0: If Nick Frost is in it, I'll probably. Oh, watch he was. It. He
2: was hilarious in it. But um, so she said a goodbye, and then all the characters said goodbye. But he didn't say goodbye, and none of the characters said goodbye to him. I still think he's gonna die, even if he's still alive. He might yeah. come out of the rubble and just bleed out, mm-hmm. and then it could truly be Euron killed him. Yeah. But um, I I do think but, that's but, a little but, interesting but thing. Why would you bring him
0: back in the last episode just to show him get there? Unless he has a prominent role to play. Maybe Danny episode.
2: maybe Danny finds Jamie and Tyrion together. And I don't know. I don't I, I'm, know just, I'm just I'm just I'm spitballing that, that, yeah, here. I'm not saying that's what I think yeah, is gonna right, happen. Right. Um so
0: I, I, I don't I don't see that happening. I think it's kinda What silly. about
2: the, the big editing mistake this week? Not it, I thought this was worse than the Starbucks thing. Did you catch the big editing mistake? No, not this uh. one at all. When right. Jamie and Cersei were down in the oh, crypt, yeah. they didn't edit out Jamie's hand. Oh, they didn't. That's a big fuck up. Yeah. No, that that's, that's a bad. massive fuck up. So I can see that 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 and the Starbucks thought, cuff gave me well, more credence to the rushed idea than anything else. I, I,
0: I thought they were because well, I saw again on Instagram. I saw this silly meme about like they fucked up Jamie's uh, hand, and it, but it was showing him in the crowd trying to get in, and it it's clearly a fake arm. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? It's but no, little...
2: you could see as his arms around Cersei, and his hand is suddenly back. So love obviously makes uh, limbs grow back. Yeah, right. Um. So yeah, they're sexist because they kill these characters, which is Ball Z. absurd. Um. So. What about your predi- your final predictions for? Let's start out with some characters here. Okay,
0: let's go down the list. I guess what happens to Tyrion? Uh, Taylor. T- Tyrion's
2: dead. I how had, does he? How does he get killed? Dragon fire. Dragonfire be, be, okay.
0: because uh, because uh, he let Jamie go and you know that that was a great moment in the bells that
2: scene with him and um, Jamie and Jamie together he was, he was like you're the
0: only one that never looked at me as that a monster. I, I love that scene it just, that, it that just gave me like, like
2: little hairs on back of my head it was nice back my it, neck was, it was like up. nice
0: payoff because Tyrion have said the was few his, hairs on the
2: top of my head stand up because <laughs>
0: Tyrion is you know like this this smart guy you you see him like kind of be like not not that he's, guy anymore he's not that methodical... smart
2: and he has too much heart is the problem his heart conflicts with his actual mind
0: and it was like you know outside. I mean, he watched Varys Who was arguably One of his best friends Outside of James. Sure died. Yeah one of the... and He's the one who did it Okay you know what So I mean? you think so Tyrion's dead as, as Tyrion's as Josh Tyrion I think Tyrion's
1: gonna uh, No I don't think Tyrion's dead Okay What do you What do you think Happens with him uh, I, think that, walk, I think that I think that It's um, gonna take him
2: forever To get to the Red Keep <laughs> no, I think, no I think, I think Yeah that, because Every step he takes Is six inches I think that Tyrion Is going <laughs> Sorry, to you know Obviously
1: Get sentenced to death By um, okay, Daenerys yeah, But yeah. I think that Tyrion's sentence Might be the last straw For Jon Okay, I could see that. That's actually a pretty
2: good theory. I do think he's dead... I think that it will probably end up being Dragonfire I hate the theory that he's gonna get Dragonfire and he stands there because he's actually a Targaryen shut up that's yeah. a stupid I remember, theory I remember when that was a thing yeah that's a stupid theory that was so dumb um, so I think Tyrion's dead I think Sansa's gonna be the one that actually condemns him ultimately because suddenly Sansa's gonna get to King's Landing in two minutes um, beam me up Sansa and, um, just like
0: how Gendry got to the wall yeah, in, in yeah. 20 minutes um, so I do think that it <laughs> will I, I, think, I
2: think Sansa's gonna be the one that turns on him because that'd be the most unexpected last heartbreak for him because he thought him and Sansa had this mutual responsibility um, and I think Sansa doesn't want anyone that may make her potentially weak around her anymore. Well, if that makes sense. I, I,
0: and uh, I guess you want to go to like. Uh,
2: well, let's just keep running them down. The characters. So, okay,
0: so, so let's let's go to John next because okay. I'm when, sticking
2: with my original theory on John.
0: So what was your original? saying? So what me? I think
2: is going to happen now. I need to revise this. So yeah, this yeah. involves John, Daenerys, Grey Worm, and Arya. Clearly, Arya is going after Daenerys now, I, I, I right? I think I
0: think you and I are exactly on the I same I think
2: page. Arya is going to start to get. Clo- I think John and Danny are going to have this scene where he's confronting her and everything. Grey Worm standing by her side, and then Arya is going to try her ninja shit to get to a Daenerys, and Grey Worm is going to kill her, leading John to snap. Because if you noticed in the fir- in the episode this past week, when um, Grey Worm was talking to Daenerys, and then John came in, they built up the, the uh, coming fight between John and Grey Worm. Grey Worm walks by him, and he. He, he As he walks by, he, he keeps his eyes straight right on John. He, he stares him down. And yeah. then the whole battle, they keep cutting well, to the two of them. Well,
0: that was the one thing when you see Danny take off and just start burning the shit out of King's yes. Landing. Grey Worm throws the fucking and spear And John John's <clears throat> telling everyone to stop. And you see Grey Worm turn around. And they cut so, to it a
2: couple more times. So
0: I, I think what's going to happen is I think Grey Worm's going to tell Danny that John was
2: technically not. He was not. He was not following your lead. He was, he was not following your orders, even though they had given up. Correct. Still um, everyone So month, I, I think know? that Arya's is going to get killed because that'd be the true gut punch character to get really killed at, at this, this point, point, especially yeah. after the, the long night. And then I think it's going to be John and Grey Worm. John kills Grey Worm, and then he's going to kill Danny. And the last shots of Danny is going to be her reaching out for the throne, just like her vision, which is exactly what I mm. thought from a couple weeks ago. I, I, um, I, so, I love
0: the imagery I saw just in the preview
2: where you yeah, see her it, walking out. It's final. She's where did all the Dothraki come from after the long night? Well, uh, are they back? Well, no. Uh, uh, you, <laughs> they s- read you
0: that article it. and yeah. they
1: were like, "Oh, we uh, better well, edit these we, Dothraki we, we back got, into gotta the show." We these immigrants well, back. Well, you
0: actually saw it in the last of the Starks when they're when they're talking about what forces are left. Everyone just took half yeah, of what yeah. they had and just so, got rid of it. So
2: um, let's go. So, what do you think going to happen between Danny, John, Arya, I mean, uh, Grey Worm? I'm
0: not just maybe like. a a tiny bit difference between what you said. I th- I don't think Arya is dead at all. I think Arya kills Danny, and I think John kills Grey Worm. But John is like, fuck this shit. I'm out, and, he, and he's gonna I, take off for the I Marth. have an
2: issue with the idea of Arya getting two massive, massive shifting kills in well, one scene, in ep- just a few well, episodes of in, each in, other. In,
0: in the realm of Game of Thrones, like if like in that universe, Arya is the greatest assassin to ever live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So why if she was to kill? Who the fuck dr- is Bron? Who cares? <laughs> well, no. Well, Braun took off because until they won, so now he might come back and look. It's like, if, oh, yo, you said High Garden, right? What if right? that
2: scene? Let's say Jamie actually does get pulled out, and it's him and Tyrion, and he realizes that Braun realizes they're not going to get his promise fulfilled, and he puts him out. Because is Braun just not going to show up for the last episode? That'd what, be so weird. Which, which wouldn't be cool. It would be that would strange. Be weird. Um so you, you have a kind of the same idea, but you think Arya's gonna kill Danny. I think Arya's so, gonna, gonna kill you. You think Danny? Danny's definitely
0: dead? I think Danny's definitely dead. Grey worm. Grey worm's definitely dead. Um and I also think John's gonna take off. Arya's gonna take off and so I you also think, think a couple
2: weeks ago you said John's gonna sit on the throne. You don't believe that anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Not not after
0: recent developments. I also think I think kind of agree with you. I kinda of think either. Somehow Bran is going to find his way to King's Landing and be the, be the king, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be Sansa pulling the strings. Yeah,
2: I, I think Sansa. I still want to know if Gendry is going to fit into any of it because to me that would Which, be the biggest image, like you know, symbolic kind of thing. That would
0: be almost like that would be like a who done it at that. Yes, point. fair. Like, what the fuck? All right,
2: Josh. Now about you, um, John, Danny, Gr- Grey Worm, Arya, and any other Kavats you want to fit in there.
1: Um, I actually totally agree with Taylor. Okay. Um, I think John's going to go north. I think that Arya is going to kill Danny, and I okay. think John's going to kill Grey Worm.
2: Okay. That's that's, yeah. The only difference I have is that I think Arya is going to get killed. I think it's just too obvious with the the whole white horse thing. Like she's the symbolic hero. If, if you want to give one last red wedding type gut, gut punch, if if they do it, I wouldn't be mad. It would be like, oh okay. It would, you know it, what I'm I, saying? I mean, like, if you want to rip everyone's heart out one last time, that's how you. That's, that's the character you take out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got some other characters we have to go over here. Uh, so we agree on Sansa. Yeah. Uh, who sits on the Iron Throne? I I, I just
1: you know uh, the way I think about it. The Vegas um, favorite is Brand by quite a bit. I don't, it's, think, it's that, such st- I don't think that they're going to go with a real... <laughs> you can bet uh, that on BetDSR. Yes, uh, to a, get $25 free wager <laughs> I, uh, I don't really think WL. that they're going to go with a king. I think that they're going to rule by, like, a council or something. Okay. And Bran is going like to be elected to the council. The okay. council. Um, so maybe you have people that are still alive that... Davos. Davos, Sam. Maybe Brienne. Brienne.
2: Uh, someone uh, oh, no, ears brought up a theory to me before that she thinks Brienne is actually going to be the one that kills uh, Danny because Danny's going to turn on Sansa, Arya, and her fulfilling her oath is going to be taking out Grey Worm and Daenerys, which. How are you going to use Brienne but, in the last episode? But no, Does I'm Brienne is, live or die? Well, I say, do yeah. you
0: do you think Brienne goes to King's Landing after Jaime? I think
2: if Sansa's going, she's going. Is Sansa going? I think Sansa's going to have a huge hand in whatever the aftermath is of this. I w- yeah, yeah. Sure. I would hope so because if, now they're going to have to weaver and they're going to have to form a new High Council anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so so you don't you so you don't think there's going to be an Iron Throne in that's, general? That's not actually individual not an individual,
1: no, not so not, not an individual throne, king. yeah,
0: okay. That's actually well, that's like that's really interesting. That so that you just have a council and that way you have either you have someone be a mouthpiece essentially. Okay,
2: so. So there's a couple theories I want to ask you guys on that I've seen and I'm indifferent to. So what? the first one is what the horse was at the end was did Bran warg into the horse that led to her or was it just symbolic bullshit or the other theory is that Arya is actually dead already and it was like her afterlife vision which I think is goofy. I'm more inclined to believe the warg theory than the she's already yeah, dead theory. The, the
0: warg makes more sense to me.
2: Yeah, I, that makes more sense. I don't think she's dead already. No. right? No, I do so either. Um, okay, so, uh, th- the other the other theory is that Bran warged into uh, Daenerys' dragons And he, she, that, cause Sansa was telling Bran to do this to get this bitch out of here. So everyone turns on her that she's gone mad interesting theory don't think it's true yeah I don't think it's
0: true well no because I think Danny was going to go mad either way yeah. so I, I don't think she needed any help well, the, thi-
2: the, re- the way it was pointed out and again this is a shout out to Pat Larson he brought this up is they showed Danny right when she takes off that she's clearly like losing it but the entire time they never actually show her face yeah. while she's doing it and what I, my argument that was arguing against it was I think what they were trying to do by not showing her individually is take away the humanity of the character that you believe was the breaker of change and the hero and just look like death from above which is exactly Dude, what she was so-
0: such a dark comedic moment was oh. when Kyburn's when uh, <laughs> talking to uh, Cersei and is like oh, th- uh, we gotta get the iron f- uh, we gotta get the iron f- yeah f- or he's whatever. like it's like he uh, uh, y- y- destroyed y- Euron's kill one it's, uh, it's in flames we need one good shot. Now, all I, the scorpions are destroyed
2: my, my like, biggest complaint Shit. with the bells I, I know some people didn't like the Clegane bowl which I thought was fine I enjoyed it The Jamie and Euron fight was very poorly edited and done. It was too many cuts and just kind of felt lazy. I don't know how you really do that scene better. I was expecting a little more of an intense battle. But they also just got their asses kicked, the two of them. Jamie was running through these things and Euron just swam to shore like he was getting away from an island and he's Tom Hanks and lost his volleyball and needed to get back to hell and hunt. Now I'm talking about Castaway.
0: Wilson.
2: Wilson. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's a couple theories that you know. I, I don't really I, takes his tooth out I'm, with a skate. I'm pretty confident in the the idea that uh, John is definitely going to kill Danny. I'm pretty set on that. I think that that will be the most.
0: A, a Stark will kill Danny for sure.
2: Yes, I, I think, I that, think that's be fair right, to you say. Think it'll be um, but I think it's going to end with Sansa being like the bad bitch of the entire realm. Makes, if that sense. makes sense. Yeah. because um, we didn't see Sansa at all last week. We didn't see Bran at all last week. Which was Bran nice. was off doing something somewhere else with his fucking Undertaker eyes, they being see, an asshole. See um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy because
0: this is probably the biggest show I've ever watched live.
2: Yeah, I still think it's be the most watched episode of television ever.
0: It probably more than likely will be. No,
2: dude, you know what the most watched episode of television ever is to this uh... day? Take a guess. Josh, do you know? No. Is okay. it the
0: series finale
2: of Seinfeld? No, the series finale of MASH was watched by $130 million People. MASH? Oh, okay. Yeah. MASH it's is legit, like, though. All the shows that are, like, the number, it's hard because they're I'm on Lucy. free TV. Nile of Lucy's not even in the top ten. No, I know Home that. Improvement's, like, like that. ninth. All Jesus. time, yeah. you got to think these shows were massive.
0: What, what, uh, what's that top 10 look like? Can you look that up? Yeah, there? look I'm, up I'm actually, the, super, the top like, interesting, 10 interesting. rated
2: uh, series finales all time. Most watched series finales you could put. The, uh, the, I one, just, I,
0: the one I could think of would you know maybe what? be How I Met Your Mother, but no one would no, really it's not even, it. It. It, it, No, no one one show in it.
2: recent memory. I think Seinfeld's the most recent that's on there. Um, all right, so most watched series finales ever. I just literally was uh, citing this to someone the other day, this exact article. Um, so MASH, number one, was watched by uh, 105.9 100, million 105.5 yeah think about that that's crazy Game of Thrones does like a 30 yeah. uh, Cheers was massive uh, they don't have the number for Cheers but huge The Fugitive 2 was huge in 1967 um, of 80, 80, okay, 80.4 million watched uh, Cheers finale That's a lot, dude Yeah, Seinfeld 78 for se- The Fugitive 76.3 for The Seinfeld finale Friends Friends finale okay. was a huge one at the time That's a good was finale 52. too 52.5 million uh, Magnum P.I. was an insane finale 50.7 million The Cosby Show 44.4 4 And a lot of passed out women uh, All in the Family Jesus. was 40.2 million um, <laughs> Family Ties was 36.3 3 million And Home Improvement was 35.5 those are crazy numbers. Those are ridiculous numbers. you are going to think that was just—it was free TV at the time. Yeah, too. right. Um, so that—that's pretty crazy. Um, do you want me to ruin a classic movie for you right now? Sure. Yeah. You know how like I, I've always said, uh, Lance Armstrong. The reason I'm most mad at him is because he ruined the the climax of dodgeball. dodgeball yeah. Okay. I'm going to ruin the Sandlot for you guys right now. <sighs> okay. So the whole. Uh, the whole like uh, main plot of the Sandlot is the Babe Ruth baseball, right? Uh-huh. Lost it because he hit a home run right before that, or no? He uh, they lost the ball because uh, what's his name? Uh, Benny the Jet hit a home run. He's like, I got a baseball. He goes home and takes his Dennis Leary's uh, autograph. Uh, it, Ru- it was
0: uh, it was Smalls. It was, uh, was you are killing me Smalls. Like it was his dad's baseball.
2: Yeah, no, it was. I'm saying Benny it, the Jet hit, hit the home hit run that the home they run. lost. He's like, I got a baseball With at home. Now I want you to remember a few scenes before that when. Uh, Smalls is playing catch With his stepdad uh-huh. That was a regular baseball He could have gone back And got that baseball Rather than they his Babe ball Yeah <laughs> So he had a re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Think about it why? I just ruined all of the Sandlot because he could have just prevented hear the everything.
0: You're the asshole that's like Lord of the Rings sucks. It could have just flown the eagles and dropped the
2: ring in the fire. I never Fuck said that. You. I never said that. No, I'm saying it's the oh. same thing. It's the in same
0: f- fucking thing. In theory, well, that's, it's like, that's Gandalf's g- fault.
2: Yeah, right. I, and, <laughs> Gandalf's a dick. Yeah, he's like, hey, Frodo, you finally did it. Here's these things that could have stopped all this bullshit. You yeah, would have right. not seen a big spider. You'd have been fine. You would have fallen in the gross swamp water. It's just a regular
0: fucking baseball. Yeah, he, Come <laughs> on, he was man. just playing
2: catch with his stepdad, and he's like, you know what? I know we have the regular baseball ball but this lady baby ruth signed this one let's use this
0: baby crushes
2: it yeah the great bambino what, what do you say uh, the sultan of swat yeah repeat
0: repeat 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 yeah
2: so that's a good one um we got some other uh they are officially starting production on the new mortal Kombat movie being produced by one james wan uh who's done the recent fast and the furious movies he started the soft franchise okay can they make us a good Mortal Kombat movie that is on par with the original? Or no. do they miss that 90s like cheese nostalgia that works so well in it action? It'll be better than Annihilation
1: anything was better than <laughs> Annihilation. The
2: CGI at the end. Yo, what, um, yo, wait, why does Liu Kang become a dragon? Why?
1: Yeah, why um, is Shao Kahn just like a regular guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right. With, a,
2: a, regular with guy. a really deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think they could probably make a good Mortal Kombat movie. They should. they should. Apparently, just followed... dude, the new game is amazing apparently. I've heard a lot of people rave about it besides yeah. the one social justice warrior part that people are very upset about. Wow. They're the, the, very, the people on the like, well, they put social justice. You want to know what the social justice stuff is? There's two things that they're upset about. The, apparently, the women in Mortal Kombat don't look slutty enough. (laughs) I don't remember them ever wearing, like, super revealing stuff anyway. And I also don't get boners from video game characters besides the first Tomb Raider when I was, like, 11. Well, with the block. The block boobies? Yeah, with those hot block like uh uh square cup boobs like <laughs> square oh, yeah, cup square cup. I drank from those square cups any day. <laughs>
0: um you spider wrapping titties, I, I'm, boy.
2: I'm yeah, spider wrapping titties, spider wrap titties. Um I'm down for Mortal Kombat. Make it make it good. They did that like remember that YouTube series that was a Mortal Kombat one that they released on Blu-ray? Yo, it was mostly yeah. Mostly about Jax. It was a uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Michael Jai White played it. It was really cool. That was good. Really, I have the Blu-ray of it. Dude, that was really cool. They
0: were like they went through like like the super dark Dark stuff with like Johnny Cage, yeah, the mythology, and, like, and everything. Oh, so good. So, man.
2: James Wan is a pretty good producer. He does the conjuring flicks, which I really like. The two, the first two conjuring movies are awesome.
0: What, a lot of people say that, the like, first, it kind of like saved modern horror ab- almost. It was a huge part in yeah. modern
2: horror at a minimum. I don't like the spinoffs, but his just that's his production company doing yeah, it. Right. He directed the first two conjuring movies well, which, because it's
0: his company, yeah, so exactly. It's his
2: fault. He did Saw, which the first Saw changed an entire franchise. And We got Saw news this week as well about the I'm Saw's very... franchise. Did you hear about this, Josh? Give me a, a heads up or a heads yeah hell yeah! So they're going to be rebooting the Saw franchise like, from, from scratch. You want to know who's uh, actually the one that is headlight that is spearheading this reproduction? Chris oh. Croc, Chris Rock, Chris, Chris Croc, Chris Croc, Chris Crocker. Um, yeah. So oh, stop. Uh, leave Chris, alone. Chris Rock is going to be spearheading the new direction of the Saw franchise, which is in dire need of. If I mean, they should probably leave it alone because. After Saw Two, I don't remember any of them. I remember like random parts from like three and four, and after four, I was completely I just, done. I just don't like that and, shit, man. Well, I the first like Saw it. is incredible, especially I, I, I the don't, twist. I don't
1: like any of that crazy shit. I really Did you break just, it. No, I should have taken it out of the bag when uh, we nope. got here. I'll touch because, your bag. No, because it's cold still from when it was in the car, and now the lens is all. Do you
2: want to just use phones? No, gonna, no but okay. he but he's got a camera. Ah, uh, does he? So, so Chris Rock is going to be the one spearheading this. I think it's kind of cool. Like, I like the idea of because it's it's such an outside mind coming into this established franchise and name and idea.
0: Again, this is like a conversation I have with a lot of people that are like. Oh, Chris Rock and Saw. It's like he's one of the best. He's one. Of, he's a top five stand up comedian of all time. You I'll, can I'll, I'll, at a minimum. It's at a
2: minimum, it's arguable, and I'll I would argue- tend to agree.
0: Yes. So, like, I like when anyone in entertainment likes to go outside the like Absolutely. outside Jordan their, Peele, dude. Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele with us. I, I Get haven't out. seen us, but I trust your opinion. The Twilight like that, Zone. He's doing now, which apparently is amazing. It's awesome. Um, even though people would have fuck him, but of anyway, course. but fuck um, everyone. <laughs> fuck everyone. But game. like, I even said the same thing, like uh even with people that are in like heavy metal bands that do put out like country albums or do something different. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 really, I can appreciate that. Well, I, I think and it's, it's cool
2: with interesting. the franchises has become so stale and stagnant that they get an outside mind, one that isn't so connected to that industry and that genre. Uh, that
0: Rogan's dog's going to sit on the Iron Throne. Great. That, that's
2: um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what Chris Rock can do with it. Because, like I said, I have not seen a Saw movie since, I think, 4. I just, and I just, they've released, I think, three since four, which is crazy. Like, every time it just ended up being some other twist that someone else was involved. In. like, what? okay, now they're just giving me twists to give me twists. That, like, that, that whole capture torture movie type
0: deal is not something was the I first, particularly really. like. Like... The last one I saw That I liked That I didn't like At the same time Was the first Hostel movie That freaked me See, out See what's crazy Is
2: I like the second Hostel More than the first The first pissed me off I, I, I didn't watch the second The second, second Hostel I, was cool The first cool. one freaked me out um, Yeah Torture Horror That Saw was the first one It was a low and budget then, Saw was made in a budget Of like $75,000 well, And it yeah. went on to make hundred and fifty million. dollars well, Which I mean, is crazy the Same thing with what, what happened? Blair Witch Project Paranormal Activity Paranormal Activity Night of the Living Dead Paranormal
0: Activity Was massive Dude, my name is out. on
2: the credits Of Paranormal Activity What are you talking about So when Paranormal Activity was um, starting to make the rounds as indie film and I started hearing about it on different horror websites specifically bloodydisgusting.com there was a petition to Those sign boys, right? um, yeah, I know a couple of the writers yeah, yeah. Um, so Jonathan Barkin and uh, John Squire specifically so there was a petition going around that was um, get this into a wide release in the theater and the uh, producers of it said that if we get you know this actually happens. The first fifteen thousand signatures will be in the credits of the movie, and I was like signature number like four thousand or so. Okay, so, so you you're actually see it says on. it says like it goes Dan Prowse. <laughs> it's right by. I sat in the the theater. I was
1: like, Aah! yeah.
2: It's like I think if you look in the credits, Super Troopers three. Why
0: would you watch it? But if you're what they, did I say? They,
2: they made they I, they shouldn't have made two why'd they make three i'm
0: sorry but this the second one i apologize but if you know when you if you donated to their indiegogo or whatever it was you ended up getting uh you get your names in the credits <laughs> <laughs> i wish everyone saw that I was, was so perfect out, he
2: had his shirt lifted up scratching himself that was a perfect shot sorry, sorry. Pipe, he goes dog. it's all right <laughs> um yeah so saw's going a cool way that's cool um a children's show made news this week and was with, controversial. What children's show? A PBS what, show. F- oh, public Broadcasting Arthur. Service. Remember Arthur, uh, the aardvark. With, with, um, with his, I said, hey, his, "Hey, what a wonderful kind of day!" With his sister D.W. Yes, yes. And okay. Buster the stupid the, the teacher's rabbit. name was Mister Ratburn. Rat, Ratburn. Okay, so Mister Ratburn got married on the show this week. To, to a guy to, to a dude rat To a dude rat And they set it up like They just like Oh we know he's getting married And they're like Oh it's a guy And that was Oh okay Okay cool. so I'm gonna say this As nicely as I can Who
0: cares Yeah
2: Yeah it's so people are like I can't believe they would uh, it's Put this on our children It's uh, their social messages First okay, of all Okay so
0: let me just say In today's climate Gay marriage is very much In the public eye
2: Well it's, it's also very much legal It's legal So who cares First of all it, when we were
0: growing up, it wasn't nearly as out there. It was definitely sure. it was it was more prevalent than it was previously. But now, of course, it's, now every it's, year,
2: it's more prevalent than it was previously. But what for I'm sure. saying is, every is that even. It,
0: it's not even it's it's like. The people getting mad at it are looking at it as like, well, I didn't grow well, up with they,
2: this. And they also think that it's trying so to teach their my, it's teaching their kids to be gay, that kind of thing. So it's not teaching them to be the, anything. The, the it's the teaching thing, them you, that this is
0: what happens If you, you read the,
2: the negative tweets about it, the biggest thing people said, oh, there's social messages. There's social messages. There's here's social a, messages
0: in everything. Ev-
2: but there's social messages in every children's show. Don't bully. Treat people kindly. Uh, how to deal with adversity. How to deal with being picked on that is every children's show is about social norms of conformity and whether you like it or not that's on it, you that's on you you don't have to have your kid watch Arthur but to think that it's like they're trying to make kids gay come on dude like, try to make the frogs gay yeah trying to make the frogs gay like it just first off the people that are complaining don't watch Arthur this is like when they talked the rumor came out that Bert and Ernie were gay and I said we, we, and we, I was, like, we thought that for I years. I was like, it's two adult men, middle aged men that live together and sleep in the same bed. I assume that they were tickling each other's cornholes. Uh, it was my assumption. But they're also puppets, they're so also who cares? puppets. I don't think any kid has <coughs> seen something like Sesame Street or Arthur and said, Man, I really gotta suck that cock of Billy's. <laughs>
0: Dude, like, it was the same thing when like when Jay uh I'm, uh, when J.K. Rowling, like kept she said a,
2: Dumbledore was gay. when
0: she, you're taking away from the source material, just leave it alone. If <laughs> if it becomes part of the show, it's part of the show. It's 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 a norm now. It's not outlandish for for two dudes <laughs> I or saw, two uh, chicks I to get a, married. A great it happens. A, a
2: great joke about the whole uh, how J.K. Rowling keeps adding like social things to her character, which is her story. She can do whatever she wants. Obviously, obviously, yeah. someone says J.K. Rowling confirms that the sock that Harry gave Dobby was covered in cum. <laughs> it was a cum sock. <laughs> Ha ha ha! I was like, "That's pretty funny." But yeah, this Arthur thing. I was like, "Okay, first off, Master's given Dobby a sock." I barely watched Arthur when I was a kid. I know they played it at like school, and I All knew the, the, the song, and yeah. I don't ever remember watching what it. A
0: wonderful. That so, stuck in my head. But I, I think if off. like
2: if their message is that like just who cares what people do in their personal lives, that is the right way to do it. Just a wedding. They got married. That was it. It wasn't them. Like it wasn't two aardvarks tonguing each other's bungs. Like like they're aunt bungs? Eaters. they're butt eaters. <laughs> bung bungs. And bung and bungs eater. Bung hole. <laughs> you like bung. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Bunghead. Beavis and Bunghole. <laughs> 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 Dude, I saw it. The amount of adults that are so mad about a show like Arthur is so pathetic. It's more pathetic full. than any social message they could fit into a children's show. That these adults that don't even watch it are so upset by it. Shut <sighs> the Just fuck go away. up. Just Who go away. Who cares? Who cares no one cares about you and you your know, a shithead kid who probably has a third grade reading level when he's in ninth grade you, no Josh. one cares he's in a but, fucking BD class he's an asshole but
0: any so uh, have you ever watched the show Parks and Recreation
2: the, the here and there.
0: Okay, so do you know like whenever they have the public forum, yes. the rest of the town of Boy, they say the most ridiculous shit. Sure. Where it's like, oh, that's kind of what this feels like. Like for anyone who's a who knows Parks and Recreation, this feels like just an oplic public forum where people saying the most ridiculous shit just to get their point across. Absolutely. It's the silliest thing because people want to interject themselves in other people's lives because they for got sure. nothing interesting going on with their own. For sure. So you just need to you know what develop your own. Absolutely, Go out and make your own friends and get the fuck, fuck. off of get Twitter the, get and social media and go fuck. out and do stuff <laughs> with your life, please. How about just
2: get the fuck over yourself? Stop. Just get over yourself. Stop thinking,
0: dude, uh, we I, say that as so, we're
2: broadcasting our views to people, but if you don't yeah, like my views, time, I don't want to know you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, like, I was just... I was, I'm a big fan of Paul Provence's The Green Room. And Bungholes, Holes. <laughs> and it's one of my all-time favorite shows. And Louis, they had, he had Lewis Black on there one time, and Lewis Black went over this whole political debate where it was like, me, and I am the biggest, like... It is such a me mentality now. Absolutely. And it's such a percent thing because it's like you are universally believed that you are the most important person on this planet. You are put here for a reason. You are a shiny, happy snowflake. You are not asshole. You're one. Of, you're exactly the same as everyone. The yeah. Fuck well, else. that's
2: also just part of a societal thing where we teach everyone that they're the same. No. Some kids suck. Some so, kids are stupid. Some people are just so, jerk-offs. Some kids are good athletes. Some kids can't run. Some kids can sh- hit a baseball. Some kids can't throw a listen, baseball. Man. Some kids can make a three-point shot. Some kids need to be held up just to touch the, the net. Every No one is individual. No one is special. world Dude. needs putty of bartenders. And Seriously, and, you know, what do they say? The um every uh, the world needs two great, weeks. Uh, uh, Whip uh, pay the girl needs ditch digger. The world needs ditch diggers too. It's yeah, true. It's not teaching everyone wrong their with special. That. Um, I got uh, so this week we were some sad news. We have to reset the wrestler death clock again. Yeah, another stinks. wrestler died. Ashley Morazzo, or was it Morazzo or Mazzaro? Mazzaro, Mazzaro. I think. Mazzaro uh, first ever Diva Search contest winner. Josh was she. I think so um and uh Ashley she Knight. was she was very popular at the time she uh, had the backwards hat she, she had the punk rock yeah on. yeah she uh she was a playboy uh committed yes, suicide uh so we have to reset the wrestler death clock very sad um and it's unfortunate again that uh doesn't seem I I don't like throwing WWE in the bus because I think it takes away a lot of accountability in these situations the people around the person but also with things like suicide you don't know half the time right. but the 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 fact that there's a death clock for wrestlers with how often it's happening shows that there's not enough of support once people leave the company I think once a co- person signs with another company it's not WWE's obligation but there should be some kind of pension or 401k or trust set up for these wrestlers in the WWE which we got some big wrestlers. News this week, guys. Did Some we? big news. AEW officially announced to be on TNT starting Tuesday nights in the fall. TNT. 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 Uh, w, uh, the t- Turner Broadcasting is back in the wrestling business, which cool. is really cool. It will not be live shows, no, which Ted will be Turner? interesting. Well, Ted, uh, Billionaire Ted, you mean? Yeah. Billionaire Ted. Uh, no, he is not involved. It's still got his name on it, but he does not. I don't believe he actually is the majority shareholder of uh, Turner Definitely Broadcasting not. anymore. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really cool time for them. Uh, I'm going to be excited to see how they do things are already having some issues with some of the talent, specifically... Pac or Pac or what is formerly known as Neville. Yeah. Um, he dropped out of his match at Double or Nothing this weekend because of creative differences. Um, that's one problem you give when you give wrestlers creative control. Now he all, just, he now does not want to lose. It's just
0: sounding like that he kind of was his own worst enemy
2: too. Yeah, or and uh, yeah, he's like, I don't want to lose, which uh, it's his right to do if he has creative control, so they yeah. they are going without that. Um, but AEW I think is going to do some phenomenal things. They're going to... The, the pressure is on WWE right now. I, I, I want
0: to check out AEW because Josh,
2: WWE so far, Josh, remains. how much WWE have you watched since WrestleMania? I've like kept it on in the background. I pay attention when the Bray Wyatt stuff comes up, and that's about it. Which,
0: by the way, he's been really great on Twitter the last time. Dude, it's years. been
2: funny. I can't wait to see him debut. Oh, yeah, Money in the Bank is tonight, which I completely forgot okay. about, by the way. I'm going to put it on after Game of Thrones. I'll watch what it. The,
0: what time does the pay per view even start?
2: They start at 7 now, the pay per views, which is nice because they end a little earlier. That's, yeah, I was going to um, say, well, like 10 o'clock. And Money in the over? Bank tends to be a pretty good pay per view as well. Um, but I'm, The last I'm, good
0: Money in the Bank I watched was. Uh, when all three members of the Shield held the title same night, when yeah. Dean, when Dean Ambrose, yeah, when um, in, awesome. when
2: Rollins beat Roman and then Dean, Dean cashed in. in, yeah, that, that was w- cool. That was awesome. Um, so, but yeah, no AEW man, they're gonna do some really cool stuff. They're not gonna have scripted promos, which is awesome. Uh, they have the financial backing, which just, you have to, especially with someone like Kenny Omega on the mic. You guys just think, let him go. I think AEW. We're not gonna know the true scope of their success or failure for at least five <laughs> years because there needs to be a wiggle room, and because uh, TNT has to be ready to struggle a little bit early on. Which I think for will sure. happen because brand identity. People see WWE and they know it. People are going to see this other wrestling company, and a lot of casual like, viewers. Oh, they just sell t-shirts. Ca- well, casual viewers are not even going to be there To be like, oh, it's the minor leagues of wrestling. So they need to make an impact. They need to make a splash right off the yeah. bat, and not try to go head. Which is great for them being on Tuesdays. Now that um, SmackDown is going to Fox on Friday nights, so they're not going head to head with Raw. So it's not a true Monday Night War scenario. There's, it, it, to me, I don't think there needs to be this whole. You're either WWE or you're AEW. If you make a, if you put on a good. Product, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's yeah, all that's, I care about.
0: I mean, and a lot of people that are, I
2: would watch Impact when it's good if I knew what channel it was on. Dude, I can't even find it.
0: The last, the last time, the last time TNA was good, I mean, you had like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels. Of course, like, of course, that was great. Motor City Machine Guns. But the whole, the whole thing with, I mean, granted, I'm so far removed from wrestling as I sit here in a Bullet Club T-shirt. Yeah, is that like Bullet Cunt? <laughs> the only, like the the only person as far as like a wrestler that has really captivated me is Kenny the, Omega. Kenny Omega and honestly now just from following him on Twitter not watching at all Bray Wyatt
2: oh yeah Wyatt well, honestly he's on another, Bray, Bray he's, Wyatt
0: was the person that really brought me back into
2: WWE he, well he has so much creative control and ideas which all, all this stuff just came out about Vince this week which is just absurd what like just backstage stuff about not had pit listening to people's ideas uh throw changing on the on a whim which we know he does anyway just stuff that I'm like thinking he's like completely senile. Well, well,
0: what is he changing exactly?
2: Do you know? Um so they just they did this draft, right? They did the the, oh, the superstar, superstar shake up, up. superstar shakeup. They do it every Apparently year at WrestleMania, they right? They had plans um they do it like the week after WrestleMania okay. this past year is the week after. They had plans that were set in stone for who was going to move where and then the day of the show he changed it like the day of the show. Um, another one that they just introduced a couple weeks ago is now called the wild card rule, where on Raw and SmackDown, three superstars from SmackDown could show up on Raw, three superstars. He made that up like 20 minutes before Raw started. That's, and what's, you can't do and that. what's crazy was what's what's happening. So people have been tweeting at Triple H like, we can't wait till Vince goes and takes care of the XFL so Triple H can take over. And Triple H has been liking those tweets. And then the media picks up on. Oh, you said this to me. Yeah, 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 it's pretty crazy. That, that is, that um, is
0: it, it, not. Well, you said like if you do it once on accident, it's one thing, but a couple. That's like the. He doesn't know
2: anything that's going on in NXT. He doesn't. He he watches a couple takeovers here and there. He doesn't know shit about what's happening.
0: I was gonna say, dude, NXT, even though it's technically under the same umbrella, like NXT to well, that's me is always a better. Product. Well, that's
2: why I don't like people say, "Well, WWE sucks." I'm like, NXT is WWE. It's just a different. A part of the branch on it's, the WWE. It's trade. also because I mean, even I think SmackDown's better than Raw. Well, I mean,
0: like I, even when I was watching, I always I always said it because I always loved that the indie takeover feel, shows were
2: always it, better. They were always. I great. just hate the crowds at NXT. I hate when the crowd makes it about themselves. I really can't stand that when it's a We are awesome. No, you're not. Die. I, I always I always the like die. I always
0: like the, the like the We are NXT or stuff. I don't like mind that, that but well, every like, chant and every was, time every was, time like, that
2: something happens, this is awesome. Uh, holy shit! Every time there it's was, annoying. They're
0: like. NXT, even though a lot of people will say it's not even Shinsuke or even Sami Zayn's best match ever, but like, I never I kind of wish we were there because we were in the same state yeah, of, that te- of that takeover but Shinsuke Nakamura um, debuting against Sami Zayn in his last great, match. Great, It's It's one of those things that's not technically a great match, but it told an amazing story. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where it's like, it, that's one of the few times I watched a wrestling match and I'm like, this is special. Yeah, well when they can you actually know?
2: tell a story in the match itself without any true storyline that was leading up to it it's and Shinsuke
0: kicked the shit out of San Jose. Yeah, Shinsuke... He went full hard heart style on
2: that one. Um, You want to hear... I'm going to hit you with some baseball trivia right now. Trivia? You will never get this question right, and I don't think you will either, Josh. Okay. I couldn't get Ralph... With, Ralph couldn't get this question right. Ralph is one of the deepest baseball minds I know. I'm Ralph, I like okay, baseball. so Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit his first two career home runs in the same game just this past week, okay? okay? He became the youngest Blue Jay ever to hit a home run at, eight, at 20 years old in, I think, like, 40 days. So... You're still a kid, so who was the previous youngest Blue Jay ever to hit a home run? And he was 20 years old and I think 72 days. Who was that player? Kirk Gibson? No. Do you, you have a guess? When I tell it to you, you're going to be like, he played baseball? Uh,
1: Troy Tulowitzki.
2: No. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, the
2: correct answer is. The president of basketball operations for the Boston Celtics, Danny Ainge, oh. is the, was the youngest ever, did a home run for the Blue Jays before Vlad Guerrero Jr. this week. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge a great basketball player. Wa- actually so, got, he, not he, great. He, good. He was a very good college player, especially. Yeah, he was, great he was a player. really good uh, three-way. He, was he a played fr- with he was, Kevin McHale and Larry he was, Bird. He was a good uh, football player, too. But he made it to the majors when he was still in college. He was also he, he's a, one of the
0: most underrated front office execs he in might be, He probably sports. is the
2: best in... Uh, In in the NBA, probably second. Pat Riley.
0: No, whoever. Well, more recently, yes, Pat Riley. But whoever, Billy King. <laughs> well, I can't think of his name, but whatever GM or management put together that this Golden State Warriors team. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, man.
2: Fair, fair. But I mean, Ainge has been doing Larry Bird was a pretty good executive, a- too. Yo,
0: a- Ainge, is, Ainge is the guy that, you know, put together Garnett and Ray Allen yep. and Paul Pierce. Like, that was a great Celtic team. Josh,
2: I need you to get that song ready for me. I'm going to hit you with trivia, and then once I give you the answer, I need you to play it, okay? Oh, okay. Are we doing All more right. trivia? Right, okay, the here's the, the trivia one? question okay. There's only been one band you can't answer this because you'll know the answer don't pull it up on screen just yet uh, only one band since the Beatles has earned three Billboard number one albums in a single year single year who is that band who is that band and it's not the Beatles it's not the for old, first band since the Beatles like it's Josh I just gave Josh's trivia question too and he knows the answer he's probably like get the fuck out of here uh, <laughs> can you give me a time frame or no the present it just happened in the last month that they had their third number one album this year
0: third number one album who's who's been putting out records like that crazy not the 1975 nope not 21 pilots nope. it's
2: it's um i wouldn't call them a rock band not panic at the disco no. uh they are a type of pop band pop band a type of pop band a
0: type of pop band what what type
2: I bet that's up to you to decide.
0: <laughs> uh, Don't look
2: at the monitor for a minute. Look away. Josh, start playing it for me while he's not looking, and just turn it down just a tiny bit. And is, it, is it Arcade Fire? No oh God. No, they uh, shouldn't have any number one albums.
0: I'm trying to think, dude. Is this the song? Is this also? This song? is one of their songs. Hold on. It's not that shit band fun, is it? No, it's. Oh,
2: well, this is just sound effects. Yeah, dude, Wait, you're gonna be like, get the hell out of here, and I want to talk enough so that our stream doesn't get pulled down because no, the we're song. Gonna, no,
0: we're not gonna get pulled. Yeah, no, we have, you, have some,
2: to, we have to have some. We have to have some. Like, I'm
0: trying to think of what it could be.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> BTS is the first band since the Beatles that three number one Billboard albums in a calendar year. Okay, since so, the Beatles. So, so this is the first time where I'm gonna go. Um, they are, They just sold out MetLife Stadium the last two nights. BTS. They're a K-pop band. K-pop is like the new rage. k is good. And there's like eight people in the band. They're like Korean Slipknot without playing instruments besides the skin flute. Cute.
0: Hold on. The rusty trombone. So I used to... I used to All listen right, turn, to this, this, turn this shit down and yeah, off. It. I yeah. used to listen to this band. They mix K-pop and metal called Baby Metal. Have you ever heard of them? Mm,
2: yes, I have, dude, actually.
0: that was the only time. like, like Seriously, like K-pop. Hit.
2: So, BTS is on the same level commercially as the Beatles, which is really, really sad. They, like that, When I heard that, I was like, that's, this, that's more of a detriment to how shitty listeners are than yeah. the music being bad, I think.
0: Welcome to the world of really, really popular bad music. fucking music. Yeah. Dude. Josh, it's we have bad. something on
2: the screen. I do. Once you read the headline today. I do? Yeah. And go ahead you could uh play the the sound while we talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the title uh, on the I, screen I, I is I it appears is Mike Francesa fell asleep while uh, caller President discusses why baseball prices. is boring. <laughs> <I need to laughs> watch him. So Jordan he Francesa's looking Jordan, straight he's looking down. Earlier. And he's, like, no, he's asleep so, right there. I, yeah.
2: because <laughs> honestly
1: there's a <laughs> lot of bad teams in baseball. <laughs> He's fast asleep. He could give a shit. And, make it more even, and he's you know, crushing make Michael it K. in the
2: ratings the board, still. Dude, but I just don't... I don't really think oh. Dude, his face <laughs> hits the <laughs> microphone. Yeah, he just hits the there. microphone
1: yeah. and it shifts his glasses the, and that's, the, that's what like wakes him up.
2: The yeah, best the is someone's gonna call it next I week. Uh, I was not sleeping. Okay, uh, <laughs> you can believe it's what you great. want. You wanna waste your time? I just don't wait like the guy wait on hold for two hours man. to talk about me being asleep. Just hangs up on okay. him talking about it. It's yeah, great.
1: We haven't, we haven't
2: been talking about it, <laughs> 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 dude. So they just dropped their April's April ratings for New York after last month. Michael Kay and Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, we beat you. So you wanna know why they beat them? Technically in March. Right. So. ESPN's ratings include the radio broadcast and the streaming. Oh, the streaming. Because the Nielsen advertisements are the same for ESPN's broadcasting. They beat Francesca by, I think, a point four I think, is what it was. Which is not but, really that much. But Francesca's ratings, because he uses a, he uses Radio.com, uh-huh. they don't show the streaming numbers or his app. Well, it,
0: it's it's hard to really... Because I, I use Radio.com. Yeah. It's, it's great. But what I'm saying is it's hard to track that because you could just jump in and out because it's a, it's literally a exactly. live broadcast. You just exactly. So it.
2: Michael K. and Peter Rosenberg are celebrating beating Francesca even though the numbers, they barely beat him, and that's not including his streaming numbers, which we know are absurd, yeah, probably, or his app ridiculous. numbers. And then this past month came out, and uh, Michael K. had a 6.0, and Francesa had a 7.1, without his streaming numbers.
0: I mean, it's, I just I just don't, like, I can't, just, see, I can't stand both of these guys, dude. At least with,
2: see, here's the thing, Michael K. doesn't take a stance on anything. He just kind of sits back. Francesa is popular because of shit like this, because mm-hmm. he's so unapologetic, and he denies it so much, that it brings a charm and uh, an appeal to it, because people it's, a, I want to see what he's going to say that isn't true next.
0: I, like, the last time I listened to Mike, and I was legitimately entertained was when callers kept <laughs> was way before the draft with the Giants and everyone just keeps saying the Kansas City model and he just at one point oh my guys, god Kansas City model Kansas City model what is
2: that well, it, this, <laughs> my favorite thing that happens every couple months it's like what Eli's struggling someone calls in like you know the Giants they got to fix the quarterback situation uh, you know there's some guys out there do you think the the Giants should sign, sign Jason Giambi and it, you really waited on the hold for two and a half hours to ask yeah, me right. about Jason Giambi dude when, okay. you know, when, when okay. he he called in the boomerang Gio oh I was I slowed down my drive. I, I moved from the fast lane to the slow lane I did like 40 just to listen to it I had to listen I was howling and like, I, I was upset that Geo went out like a punk on it
0: Geo did kind of turn over on it, and it Which, kind but of it's me also out.
2: fear of churn off because they don't fuck with the golden goose you know you just can't you can't no it's, it's smart it's smart on his part no, but I was is. kind of hoping that's one thing Craig wouldn't have backed down
0: I would have liked Geo to go back a tiny bit but I, I understand he's all tech. Gio's the new guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. He is the new he's guy. A, he's a low man on the totem pole.
2: He is. You know what
0: I mean. And then even though even though he pushed CMB, CMB still has more pull than I. Well, let me refresh. Well, to when, when you
2: have stuff. drive time, it's a big deal. Drive yeah. time is such a massive deal in radio. Uh, if you have the morning and the afternoon, yeah. but the afternoon one especially so, when people are coming back from their commute. So,
0: so speaking of WFAN and just hearing ridiculous shit on the radio. So, this past week, um, our favorite our favorite sports franchise that we like to make fun of on this show, specifically Dan.
1: The New York Mets? No. No, the Islanders. Had, had the most,
0: <laughs> ass, did the most asinine thing last week, and I heard them announce it live on Joe and Evan as it happened. Dude.
2: Oh <laughs> well, oh. that's gonna be my hot take. So we might as well just do it oh, now. No, no, no. <laughs> then
0: you, you want to save it? Yeah, let's save that okay, a little let's bit. Save it. I, I, I want to
2: save that because it's very. I fun apologize. I, 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 need, th- I sh- need to have a good giggle. I should have. I should have asked. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get. We'll get to that. But it's
0: good. Um, da, 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 we got uh,
2: some. Uh, okay, a couple things. I didn't know this until the other day. Someone said it to me. Do you? They go. Do you have a DC streaming service? And I said, DC has a streaming service. <laughs> like, like, I didn't know. Did you know this? Like, like District of Columbia? No, like DC Comics. They have their own streaming. Service it has their own original programming, and then once I heard about there's it, only
1: I, like one show on there. There's right a few,
2: I guess. One of them, Brendan Fraser is actually one of them, and I feel like a terrible fan oh, for not shit. knowing mummy? that. Is it Brendan, Brendan, it should be <laughs> Mummy should be in everything, or it should be it's the remake of Bedazzled. I saw, the uh, by the way, I saw a great. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my buddy uh, Brand Dan, um Brand the guy who set Dan. up our, our Mark Coleman and John Rocker call. He sent me this hilarious video. It was uh, the Mummy trailer, the one with Tom Cruise, okay. but they removed all the music from it okay. and the sound effects dude i was i don't know why it was so funny it really, but it's just like the plane is crashing here ah, ah, <laughs> and there's no music or anything dude it made me laugh yeah. my ass tom off. cruise's like yells are fucking hilarious ah! we're going to have a tom ah! cruise discussion in a second but going wait. back to the dc thing um, so we got some dc news this week the first and foremost thing is
0: possibly
2: be? the batwoman trailer Okay. Did you happen to see this, Josh? Can you pull it up? That woman trailer. Um, this is starring uh, Ruby Rose, who was on Orange is the New Black. She was in uh, John Wick 2, I believe. Which she was not We're going to go two. see John Wick 3 on Thursday and Kenelon if you want to come. Um, Probably. Thursday night. Yeah, I need to see it. Um, so Batwoman uh, yeah, trailer. Just real quick, not saying nothing about it,
0: but apparently this is like yeah the, everything one of the I've best heard ac- one of the best action movies. So, the, in the last the, so of this so this
2: is um the new Batwoman series that's coming it's out. God is shit in here. Uh, no. oh, it's on the CW. So it's it... on the CW. So it's gonna stink anyway. No, so they're
0: doing it's like kind of like Arrow and Flash. Yeah, which
2: both and... got canceled in favor of this. Dude, those those so shows were lame. Is, as shit. Okay, this looks terrible. And the biggest thing that they make a mistake of doing with these things, and we've had this discussion a hundred times, is she's like, well, uh, I could do anything a man can. Who needs a man to do this? Like, So this is what's great. All these people are sharing it, and some of these show, these other podcasts that I'm friendly with that are celebrating it are like, yeah, look at this, look at this. It's going to be great. When season one, they watch the first episode, they stop watching because it's not that good, it's and nice. then when it gets canceled after one or two seasons because of bad ratings, they're going to be like, clearly it's just sexist. No. First off, Ruby Rose can't act. At all. She just stands there quietly. So it's the. the she's a lesbian because she's Batwoman, and apparently Batwoman has to be a lesbian, but I think, you know, it fits her personal life, whatever. Who asked for a Batwoman series now, under any regard? We just had a really good Batman prequel series in Gotham. Yeah. It just ended. And more people are hyped about this, and it won't do nearly as successful as, as Gotham was. I, I need to ask, too. So are
0: they. I mean, does anyone know anything about the story? Yes. Like, like what B- Batman's been
2: gone for a while, okay. and. Um, well, I'm saying, is this Barbara Gordon? No, no, I don't so, believe of course so. Not. I don't believe be? so. It's just some, it, it's just literally putting a, a woman in the character of Such Bat- a Butler. No, Gerard it Butler. looks like him. Oh, it's okay. not it's not. No, it guy, looks like this him. This guy's no. a much, this guy's already a better actor. And um
1: Is that his name, Gerard Butler? Yeah, Gerard Butler, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, he's in Olympus. Yeah, you like you like him and he, he did not even
2: know his name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, dude, Olympus is fallen is awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're making a third one, dude. I know. Angels I can't fallen. wait. So, I want to
2: see it. So the other um news we got in DC was uh the, cast, the casting of Batman in the next movie. Oh, what is it? Who Robert is it? Pattinson.
0: Uh, interesting don't okay. hate it so I got see is,
2: it this is why I don't wanna go nuts about it just yet that's is because if if you look back in the history of casting in Batman movies when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman people went ballistic like he's Mr. Mom why is he playing Bruce Wayne Michael why? Keaton Mr. Mom he, like, it, he got shit on playing <laughs> it and then he turns out he's arguably the best Batman ever <laughs> no I
0: just never and, heard that yeah, before yeah, that's, no, that's what people said he's
2: Mr. Yeah. Mom and did
1: you so, know what I just thought about no this is a really long fucking trailer yeah, why did for, we need it this it is taking way too long yeah, exactly. and I don't like that
2: yeah suit dude it's stupid the whole thing looks terrible and it doesn't make me a sexist it makes me have fucking eyes to see when something looks like shit well, listen, it looks like shit it, Gotham looks like shit the second I saw it was on the CW I already knew exactly it was exactly going to be not great Um, so Robert Pattinson I, I heard it's not officially confirmed because Nicholas Holt is still in the running Okay. Um, so Michael Keaton was shit on when he was cast as Batman Christian Bale was shit on when he was dude, cast as Batman Heath, Heath Ledger was shit on for being cast Heath as Batman. Joker Ledger got shit on more than Bat- any casting mm-hmm. in Batman decision yep. history
1: Hmm. What? Uh, Eyes on the screen.
2: Okay, eyes on the screen. The hero we need is what it says is here. Is it? is her oh. they remove the e- is her that's the now, same thing they did with uh, captain marvel wasn't it yes. they put now, the
0: her again now like i said not just making an observation when it's heavy-handed that's what we're talking about
2: yeah oh and uh, the random lucius fox guy is uh, just has to be a black guy playing him because you got to fit you know the norms of the the character type I don't, what is why that? can't we get a live action batman beyond series rather than this that just looked like what's your well, name uh, uh, i did uh, like uh, i
1: did read about it i hadn't seen the trailer until now but that is actually lucius fox's son
2: okay that's fine because he is in the okay. story, actually in the real storyline his daughter becomes mm-hmm. um, the one that works for Batman so they kind of shifted that whatever that's fine yeah, that's so Robert Pattinson's right. cast as Batman Don't and I, I was so happy Josh made me so happy because he said Dan you're right without saying Dan you're right because he said fuck you Zack Snyder which is what I told yeah, you, you years ago yeah he yeah, did here's the thing with Snyder great visual director his bad movies even look good. Like like like, like cinematography wise, it's brilliant. Good. I mean, yeah. I like some of his movies. I like Watchmen. I like Watchmen's The Dawn of the Dead remake. Three hundred is incredibly overrated. I like incredibly it. overrated. It's a it looks great. Movie, no, it's dude. not. It's, it's, not awesome. yes, movie. it's not a great action it movie. Is.
0: It's not a great action it
2: movie. It fucking is. Do you know, whole, I love it. If you it. remove the slow motion from it, it's twenty minutes shorter. I know, dude. It's so <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous, but, but, but I love it like Snyder he can make that's he, the best performance of Gerard Butler's career he, he did fuck DC up terribly with oh, his decision making yeah. like Man of Steel I, I will say it a thousand times Superman Returns is aged better than Man of Steel I wish with I, Brandon Routh is aged better it's a better Superman movie than Man of Steel is
0: Man of Steel's trailer is better than the movie absolutely the trailer the was great amazing trailer. dude but, when you see him break the sound barrier for the first time I remember great. all of us in this room were so
2: yeah, hype yeah, and then yeah. Kevin
0: Costner stops and going like this? oh my god the tornado what is that?
2: and it has a terrible ending you can't change the DNA of a character like if you like build Superman. it will it fly away yeah if you if you if, if, what if you build it and they don't come what if they come and you didn't build it that's, <laughs> that's the, best, me, the best one Always come and they didn't build it yeah that'll always make me laugh but Snyder he's all I, the way I say it, he's all style no substance there's no yeah. like depth to his story I would
0: definitely agree with you because there are times when like it just feels like well that's this right, is all like, filler the, the story so okay. I wonder the
2: action sequences in 300 are great but the story itself he didn't tell this legendary story properly. Well,
0: it's it's, it, it,
2: they butchered the part with the, the the
0: the fucking the crippled thing and talking to Xerxes and the and fat shit. guy from Borat in it.
2: The fat naked guy from Borat, and he
0: gets beheaded. You're right.
2: Yeah. Oh no, they, uh, they cut his arms off.
0: Yeah. But like, honestly, like, it's such a silly little thing. But like, Loki, Michael Fassbender has the best line in the whole movie. Michael Fassbender's like, the best in everything, dude. Michael Fassbender, when he's like, you know, our hours will block out the sun. He goes, we'll fight in the shade, and everyone's <laughs> laughing their asses off as the arrows are coming down on him. Yeah, I love um, it. Um, I'm, honestly, I'm not
2: gonna shit on casting a Batman till I actually see the movie because That's, actually Robert I'm with Pattinson, a movie that growhow recommended to me. Um and Groho's supposed to be on the show today. Uh it's a family emergency, yeah. so thoughts to Grohow. Yeah, for um, and, and his family. Thoughts and thoughts, 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 thoughts and prayers. prayers. All right, all right, Tony Danza. Um so uh, Patton's in that movie. Good time was awesome. That's when we with the time. drug dealer, yeah, right. with his brother. Yeah. that was an awesome movie. Yeah, that that's willing, that's an underrated movie. I'm on willing that list. to give him. I'm willing to give anyone a shot because Batman, at my core, I love Batman, which is why I'm probably anti-Bat. I'm not against Batgirl being like a supporting cast, but this is just this is just uh, shoehorning in your social stuff for no reason.
0: Yeah, it's it's like I said. No one
2: asked for Batwoman. The, Who
0: asked for it ever? Listen, here's the thing, and here's my problem with a lot of different things is that like. Not I enough food I, I hate well that especially cuz I'm dieting so like it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm always hungry.
2: And you still look terrible. No, offense. No,
0: okay. no <laughs> offense. no offense. You're no a offense. a piece of no shit
2: No offense, you're garbage. But
0: um I just I hate when thing is for when things are force fed. Mm-hmm. That's my only issue with with shit like this. I could care if it yeah, happens organically, if it comes out Absolutely. nice and it's done well. Absolutely. Like even in Avengers Endgame with the sure. girl team up, I, uh-huh. I, I totally get it. Just me being the fanboy, I, I, I dug it. not ruin for me, which
2: is very obvious.
0: No, I agree. I'm just like, I dug it, but I understand yeah. why people would say that. But right. my, I just don't 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 make me want to like something because you Absolutely. like it. Please. All right, we're going to
2: have a discussion, a debate right now, okay? What are
0: we doing here anyway?
2: Now listen two, here, you queer. Yeah, listen here, <laughs> you queer. Um, So the two what are the two best action franchises over the last 10, 15 years?
0: Uh, Hanwick and Impossible.
2: Absolutely, and who are the stars of Um,
0: that fucking what's his name? How do I not know? Tom Cruise okay. and uh, and uh, Shane Falco.
2: Okay, Ke- Keanu Reeves. Okay, yeah, well, so I the saw- question is: It's what I said. Who is the better action star? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I tend to lean Tom Cruise. I think that... Now, um, has
0: Keanu established well, we, himself we, as we, one of the best? We come
1: into the thinking that we're going to debate and we all agree. Yeah, yes. Now, <laughs> All no,
2: right, so no, how like, about I'll play devil's advocate then. I'll, the, I'll argue or just to
0: argue. I was it. saying it like this. I think Keanu has made himself a beautiful niche within the action genre and has made himself a bona fide action
2: star. So what? He was in the Matrix,
0: though. I feel like yeah, we knew this. We
2: So, well, dude, speed. Speed for cra- Point break. OG Point Break with dude, Swayze is awesome. Dude, underrated. Constantine. Super underrated with Keanu yeah, Reeves. Yeah, well, everyone super hated underrated. it when it came out because it, it, it was different than really what good. it looked I like. It's really good. I like Constantine a I'm lot. I'm it was
0: like people yeah. expecting one thing and it was Absolutely. something different, but it was still good. So
2: then let's look at Tom Cruise. You have the Mission Impossible movies, obviously. Mission mm-hmm. Impossible top gu- Fallout Top alone. Gun. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Honestly, I like Days of in, Thunder. In, days of Thunder is awesome. Here's one of the most underrated action history epics of all time. The Last Samurai. Mm. Last Samurai is fucking Last awesome. Minority
1: Report. Dude, I was just going to say, on the tip of my tongue, yo, Minority Report. Yo, Val- the Mummy uh,
0: wasn't that bad, honestly. The Mummy really was not, an, not that really bad. Not even really an action movie, but, yo, he was great in Dude, Valkyrie. Both yeah, Jack Valkyrie, Reacher
1: movies. Jack Reacher, great, yeah. Um... Uh. Tomorrow, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, my. Yeah, I, almost I forgot the name I, because they changed the name of the movie yeah, randomly yeah, without telling anybody. So Edge of Tomorrow was amazing. But
0: um, well, they also did, uh, even though it wasn't that great, but he was really good in that movie Oblivion with Morgan Freeman. Oblivion
2: was really good. All right, I'm going to go to their IMDb's right now. Uh, Josh, pull up uh, first yeah. Keanu, Keanu IMDb. Reeves' IMDb. Keanu Reeves
0: has more comedic roles, so and he's like, I think he's, he's Bill and Ted. Let's be real.
2: Yeah, so this is the thing I will say. Um, I think between them, the oh, most oh. pivotal fri- pivotal movie of them is pivotal. The Matrix because The Matrix has been Tried to have been duplicated and replicated since Never then, and no again. one's come close. I think the John Wick franchise there is no weak entry in it. While Mission Impossible, you could argue one and two are the weakest of the franchise. While you can argue three, four, five, six have gotten better with each movie.
0: Significantly, better. yeah, better
2: each time. So let's like, look at Tom Cruise. We talked
0: about it a couple of weeks ago. We're like, "Yo, what makes Fallout so right. good?" Is that
2: go to his beginning of his uh, Ghost Protocol? Acting. Ghost Protocol is so good. Rogue Nation is so good. And just scroll down. How can it get better than uh, that? Abso- And it does. Fallout. All right. So let's start. Um, we'll start with his first. Can you first, make it
0: a little bit bigger? I can't see. Yeah,
2: zoom in a little. I, um, I legitimately need glasses. So his first big movie was The Outsiders, which is a classic. A uh, Legend was a big movie. Top Gun. Oh, no, risky. I, I mean, business. you're talking. He has better dramatic roles, obviously, than yeah, Keanu. For sure. Um. Keanu, I love him, but he's the same actor in every movie. He's confused. Yo, um. <laughs> he's confused. Like, think about it, dude. The Matrix. Whoa. whoa. I, yeah. I know jujitsu. Okay, replacements. I know Kung Fu. You want me to play in the NFL? Yeah. Hardball. <laughs> I have to coach Little League. Constantine. <laughs> There's demons on earth. <laughs> John Wick. You killed my puppy and my wife died of cancer. Oh like, it's God. every movie he's confused. All right, so with Tom Cruise, Color of Money is not yeah, really. Um, how, that's, great, how great is Maguire? Born Jerry on 4th McGuire? July. Great. Days of Thunder. Great. How a great few good j- men. A few good men. Amazing. Dude, how great is Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire's great. Interview the Vampire. Great. Magnolia's is um, not Magnolia's terrible. Magnolia is a great movie. Vanilla Sky. Minority Report. The Last Samurai. Collateral yeah. is unbelievably Yo, underrated. War not a bad movie. Highest grossing movie of his career, by the way. Not a bad uh, Tropic movie. Thunder, Tropic Thunder, Night great. Night and day with Cameron Diaz wasn't that bad. It wasn't that. Good. It wasn't that bad. I I was surprised. I didn't hate it. Honestly, and I know you don't like musicals
0: or nothing, but oh, he American holo- Made, American Made, rule. shit, he wasn't that. American Made, rule. He was actually really good as Stacy Jackson Rock of Ages. I'm he was sure. That perfect. Pl- you know? Oh, dude, they're making Top Gun two right now. Mission they really- Impossible. Yeah. They're seven, making two more eight. Mission
2: Impossibles, and then the Edge of Tomorrow sequel. They're All really right.
0: making a Re- Edge of Tomorrow sequel. Yeah, dude. Sequel? Hell oh my, is Emily Blunt in it again? Yes,
2: yes. Yes. All right. Go to Keanu now. Let's see Keanu's uh, IMDb. All right. Start from the beginning because his uh, his he's is been in a lot, he's dude. definitely more has more questionable movies. We got to find the first like big one. First big movie because I don't know a lot of these. Uh I think Bill and are, Ted is the first. Bill and Ted's the first big one, probably. Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted's, uh, classic. I'm happy they're making a new one. I think it's going to be awesome. 1989, dude. I like it puts yeah, me in perspective. Think about that Parenthood he was in. Holy shit, that's right. Um. All right. Keep going. So We're, not, not thirteen episodes. Bill and Ted's Excellent yeah. Adventure, the TV series. Point Break was his first great movie. Point Break is awesome. Uh, then he has like bad. Oh, he he was terrible in Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's where he wasn't good. I love that movie, but he wasn't great in it. Um, uh, that's when they tried making him a serious actor. Speed, speed. all time classic. One of the, probably the best action film in the '90s besides
1: Terminator Two. Devil's, Devil's Advocate.
2: Advocate, incredibly underrated. Yeah. The Matrix, Johnny,
1: Johnny Mnemonic is like a big cult. cult yeah, classic, classic. film. Yeah, really? yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, um, dude so, uh, check it out if you ever have time. So, okay.
2: So The Replacements is a classic I comedy. The, um, the Watcher was really bad. The Gift was really oh, bad. Cool. This is when he was trying to do rom coms and romantic movies. Hardball, Matrix Reloaded, um, Matrix Revolution, something's got to give. He was again trying to do these movies. Scanner Darkly Dude, is awesome. That's one of my favorite. A Scanner Darkly is amazing. Movies. Incredibly underrated. Great movie. Uh, so that the Lake House is awful. Um, the day of the
0: Earth stood still was pretty bad. Uh, terrible out. remake.
2: Terrible remake. Uh, Forty seven Ronin was awesome. John Wick was great. Obviously,
0: Forty seven Ronin was pretty good. Yeah, awesome movie.
2: Um, then there's this one called Keanu. Um, let's see. Oh,
0: is that the John
2: Wick two was great? That's the that Keanu Peel movie. Siberia wasn't bad. Uh, Replicas. I love Josh. You would love Replicas because it, it's aware that it's not good and it's making fun of it. I laughed my ass off at Replicas. Oh, he's in Toy but, Story four. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think Tom Cruise gets the edge here. I think Keanu. Yeah. Uh, Keanu is definitely the more likable person. Yeah, without question, Keanu is like the coolest dude in the world. Uh-huh. But um, when it dude, comes to it, the Mission Impossible franchise is just on another level.
0: I, I, I love watching the uh, like the special features on movies like this. And the first thing that everyone tells you about Keanu Reeves one, he's just the nicest dude out there. Just a lot genuine, of tragedy
2: just, in his life too. A lot just of tragedy.
0: Genuinely a good dude. And all those fight scenes and all the John Wick movies, like he's a legit. Like, brown belt well, in yeah, he, Jiu-Jitsu.
2: Well, it's actually crazy. So do you know who directed the John Wick movies, all three of them? I don't It's know. Keanu's stunt double, actually. His stunt double from the Matrix movies and these. He's, so, a, he's a director now. But so he knows. I just learned this recently. Uh, this past week was the 25th anniversary of Brandon Lee's death on the set of The Crow. Yep. And uh, the guy that was Brandon Lee's stunt double was the guy that's directing the John Wick movies. So okay. he's the one that they brought in to finish the filming after Brandon Lee was killed, which, that's still crazy to me, how he died on the set. It that was, is,
0: a, it was a freak accident with a blank.
2: It was the shot, blank, right? the blank. Um, it, it, ch- it completely changed the way they use blanks in Hollywood because now it used to be just load a blank. Now you actually have to clean out the gun when you change anything because the blank dislodged and it basically made a shrapnel that shot out and killed him. Yeah, which it, it that the crow. Like when I talk about like comic book movies, the crow is in my top ten all time comic book movies. Awesome. It's it still holds up. Great soundtrack. One of the best Nine Inch Nails songs ever. Dead Souls is on that. Um, One of the best Nine Inch Nails songs. Period. Yeah. Um. And then they made some really bad sequels. Although I will say, City of Angels gets a bad rap. It has aged particularly well. Okay. Then after that, it gets really bad with Ed Furlong. Tito Ortiz is in one of them for some reason. For some reason. I don't understand why Kirsten Dunst is in one of them. I for some reason. That's one of the things. It's funny when I see like Kirsten, young Kirsten Dunst. When I was just rewatching Deadwood, I completely forgot. That Kristen Bell is in the first season when she is like super young. She like she still looks young. She's like almost forty, and she still looks like she's she twenty five. Like
0: yeah, she looks, she's like twenty. Like years in Forgetting old. Sarah
2: Marshall, she looked like she was twenty five. Yeah. So in Deadwood, she's playing a girl that's like fourteen. And I was Can like, I, I was like, how old is she? Like 18, 19? And it was like she was like twenty three.
0: <laughs> what was the show she was on in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh, was like oh, um, the TV show Crime with, Scene like,
2: Scene of the Crime with
0: uh, with with Billy Baldwin. Yeah, it's Billy. Like, did someone say? Dixical, <laughs> Dixical,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's great. When we, um, when the landlord and I were driving back from our friend's house last night, we were, um, I was flipping through my playlist, and, um, You Ought to Know by Alanis came on, and uh, we were talking about the best albums of the '90s, uh, right? I mean, that, great that, that's there. a good picture, you actually. Great. You look good for a change. And, um, so we're talking about the best albums of the '90s, and I said, "Well, Jagged Little Pill has to be like near the top." Jagged right? Little Pill is one of the best. So 90s we pulled albums up a there. list. Uh, okay. from Rolling Stone which is probably the mistake of the top um, al- 100 albums of the 90s 100% not right yeah at of all. course she just Never. I was driving so she just clicked the right. first one right. and then he jacket the little pill at like 41 of
0: course they did because you are no- fucking morons what are you doing
2: <laughs> number one was uh... can you describe <laughs> he, he wants you to photoshop <laughs> what because I have like what two little
0: fucking hairs <laughs> there unibrow <want> <laughs> hairs
2: yeah it's like the Berlin Wall of unibrow hair
0: we don't even have a fucking unibrow. Mr. Micah, about?
2: tear down those hairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, number one was Nevermind, which I can't argue with. I like In Utero more. And I like, um, I like I like like uh, the Unplugged album more. I understand why it's lower because it was not it was all covers yeah. and, you know, just rearrangements. Yeah. But uh, we were going through some of them and some songs on there. One of the albums that she named was the Buena Vista Social Club. And she's like, who are they? I'm like, you know who they are? Because the part in Forgetting Sarah Marshall when he's Skyping with Bill Hader and he has the dumb hat on. Uh-huh. And Bill Hader goes, you look like you're in the Buena Vista Social Club. And I only know them because my friend Mike White was a big fan of them. And he picked me up for school some senior year, blasting... This Latin rock band, the Buena Vista Social Club, Jesus. one of the best albums of the night. De La Soul was on there. Elmatic was on there. Uh, Biggie's album was the highest rap album, obviously. Well, yeah. um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was like 19, which I thought was total, to totally fair. Was there, yeah. Pearl Jam's 10 was like 11. Was which it, is didn't rated,
0: Californication come out in the 90s?
2: 2000, I think it was. Early 2000. I think it was 2000, okay. which cause cause that's, I remember a, that's seeing one of that my video. favorite video. That music videos. One of the, the video seen, game yeah. is one of the best music videos well, Actually, ever. to
0: be honest, I mean, just real quick, Red Hot Chili Peppers thing, like, people that don't like the song Scar Tissue freak me out and they can't be trusted no, Scar Tissue can't. is one of the best that's, songs ever that's an
2: ama- and that was the first single on that album too Like which is that's, crazy. W- that's
0: one of my all time favorite music videos is them just beat the shit and it, then just and, and, and John the car, Versanti playing the guitar with no strings that
2: beautifully like just simple guitar solo it's amazing. That is, it's not complicated Scar Tissue that I wish great song that whole album doesn't have a bad mm-hmm. like around the world um, Parallel Universe, yeah. great song. I love the blood There's not the man. only album by them I don't like. Really like is I don't I don't love. You don't like uh, Stadium Arcadium? No, I love Stadium Arcadium. Okay. I don't like by the way particularly. Okay, I, I, there's some good stuff That's on fair. there. Yeah. Um, but as a whole, it's like when they were getting a little too soft, mm-hmm. and I don't love Mother's Milk, which is one before Mother's blood Milk sugar Sex hit or miss. But, but
0: if you're in a, if you're in the right mood, it could hit.
2: But like hard. their last two, I loved the one with Dark Necessities on it was yeah, awesome. Dark Necessities was a good record. They, it, people, are, I, I love the line like um. Chili Peppers have released the same album uh, every year and no one's known I'm like who cares it dude, works they they change their sound like when California Casia came out and they added in all those crazy harmonies with yeah. John Fashadi it was awesome and then they lost him and they have this whole new sound which is really cool like the last one was like a jazz sound on a lot yeah. of the songs well I mean it also it's sort of that the, as a funk
0: band dude. dude it's also one of those things where like if you, you're always gonna say what if like what if Hillel Slovak never passed away How what
2: if can? Dave Navarro wasn't a scumbag and was still in the band
0: that's actually the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, of was course, was getting, of course. Was Dave Navarro. I mean, off. we
2: all know Flea is really the lead of the Chili Peppers.
0: Anthony, Anthony Kiedis, I mean, Anthony Flea, Kiedis and Flea. Okay, so really. I, I would agree. Was, was
2: Chad Smith not the original drummer? Correct, or correct, he always has correct. been. By the way, speaking of guitars, did you see this Tom Morello guitar arrangement of the Game of Thrones music? Dude, how cool was did that? With fucking Scott no. Scott no. Ian. Want to pull it up? Yo, Scott, play Scott, it? Yes. It's,
0: it's him, Scott Ian from Anthrax, and then they they bring. So, there's someone else. Pull up the oh, Tom Morello Game of Thrones. You Google. Which, By the way, can we have a rage against the machine reunion, please? I'm, it's kind of I think point, Zach
2: Delaroche is too much of a pain dude, in the ass. Dude, it's getting to the
0: point where, like, I I want to go see Profits of Rage. I just watched, I just listened to Rogan talk with B Real. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Kind, I'm kind of a All about right, there it.
2: you go. Let's see. So, who's on this? It's Tom Morello, it's uh, Scott, Scott Ian. Ian. Can you scroll down to the, uh, the comments quick just so I can see? There's one more. Um, I forget his it's name. It's Nuno. Yo, uh, Brad ben Paisley. From, from Extreme, more than words. Uh-huh. But great guitar is player. Yo, listen. Like, skip and, ads and turn it Here's the truth
0: if you listen. If you listen,
2: dude, Brad Paisley is an amazing oh, guitar player. Look at the guitar. shit. Well, oh, how do we listen to it, too? Did you just rip it right now?
1: For a minute, it sounded like Guitar Center
2: 1988. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love like Tom Marillo, Marillo so much. Oh, yeah. I need, full I need, chest. So, what do you got for the melody? main melody? Actually, if yeah, you, um, you question, if you fast-forward a tiny bit, you can the hear it, like, yes. like they'll actually go liberty
0: through it. is there, meaning, charge. Like...
1: Hey. Oh,
2: right here. Right here. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's
0: Was made for a guitar, yeah, honestly.
2: Dude, I like, want to go to that at Jones Beach, the Game of Thrones concert experience. I kind of want to yeah, do it too. Yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Josh, you want to go to that? What? The Game of Thrones concert experience oh, at Jones yeah. Beach? Yeah, I'll go. Have when did Jones Beach Theater before? No. September. It's on it's the September. Beach. It's actually on the water. I'm in,
0: dude. 100%. Let's, do, let's plan it tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm in. Dude. Yo, Brad Paisley's harmonies really yeah. make it really nice. You know
1: what? I, I like when. Uh... When uh, bands or collectives of people like this get together and they make a... Uh, like, like the first like, supergroup Asia. No, no, no. But I mean like <laughs> metal versions of uh, of like... Hell yeah. Or, dude, like uh, um, the... Star Wars. Yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars metal. But, uh, Galactic Empire. Have you
2: listened to Galactic Empire before? I told you guys about Galactic Empire I think years ago. Josh told me, ago.
1: and I told Josh, and we told
2: you.
0: I No, not true. I went to go see him in Florida when they Did went... Ya? Yeah, when they played with Danger Kids. Did here? they? Yes. I told you about it years ago.
2: Oh, that's your opinion.
0: That's not even remotely true. That's the truth. Dual, I told you. T-
2: facts. Duel of Fates is the best <laughs> thing to come from the prequel trilogy. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Hundred percent. Dude, so you know it's dead. the twenty year anniversary of Phantom Menace today. Isn't that crazy? Dude, wow. Twenty years. Twenty years. Oh. Andy. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I think Andy. that I think that Phantom Menace aged better than um, Attack of the Clones. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. Probably. <laughs> I hate sand. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, I'm sorry. like, this is so fucking good. This is one of my favorite Star Wars songs Duel of Fates. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. <bad>. That's <laughs> fucking awesome.
0: I just, Should we I, do the chorus I, part? No. Oh, yeah. Dude, that'd be yeah, funny. I, I just love the double bass. Like, the, the drumming with the guitar playing is fucking excellent.
1: Fire! that's Fire! So, that fire! Like, fire. <laughs> fire! This one's a really good one, In too. Right, uh, right, right. Right. Breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs>
0: If you hear the bass, it's perfect with it, too. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yo, the Skyrim. Oh, my God. Dude, don't cum your pants. I fucking love it, dude. Go ahead. Jump forward a little. It's some, it's some of the best These two guys are assholes. Why are they sitting back-to-back jerk-offs? Staying in
0: front of a green screen that you can see the end of the screen. Shut up.
2: Yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah, he's
0: playing a 7 string. Yeah, that's That's why you hear how how deep it is when he hits the top string. He's wearing masks. You know, sometimes
2: he's playing. That's like the that's the mask. The first like helmet they give you. This cool, man, this is cool. All right, like, I don't wanna, know how wanna, you never wanna, got into uh, Skyrim, dude. Honestly, do. it's too much going on for me, man. My patience is so minimal with certain things. It's, I only say it's it because, like, at, th- at
0: this point now, it's an all-time classic. I, I, I'm not. Yeah. Just,
2: I would never say it sucks. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying. That. I'm
0: just saying like it just blows my mind out. Like that's one you just never sure. get into. No, it,
2: I tried playing. I tried playing Morrowind, Oblivion, and yeah. Skyrim, and it just Morrowind was rough. I, that's the one I probably played the most of. Yeah, Morwen was um, rough on the original Xbox. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so let's get into our hot takes, and we'll just jump in. Our fi- last word, um, where you started out earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. I know you are. Um, so the New York Jetropolitans, as my friend Steve Summers would say, <laughs> um, announced this week the firing of General Manager Mike McKagnon and uh, Director of Player Personnel Mike Heimendinger. Uh, who, That's a great name. Which so it's very rare that a GM gets fired when minicamp is starting and OTAs and after the draft. Usually the only other time in recent memory I can remember is when the Bills fired uh, Doug Whaley um, right around right after the draft a few years ago, and there were rumblings after the draft about a rift between Adam Gaze and Mike Mcagnan, which is hilarious considering Mike Mcagnan picked Adam Gaze. and. Adam Gaze's personality is out of an alpha male. He wants to command the room. He knows better than anyone. This is the guy that got to get reprimanded because he was screaming at the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Stephen Ross, that he didn't know anything about football when all Stephen Ross says is we should improve the offensive line by getting guards. And he said, what are you talking about? You don't know anything about football and screams at the billionaire owner of the team. Great idea, right? The guy is signing your checks. So they fired Mike McCagnin and Hyman Dinger and then said, okay, Adam Gaze is the, the GM, thus making him, next to Bill Belichick, the most powerful coach or coach general manager in the NFL. He has full per- player personnel and um, uh, discrepancy. And one of the things that it was a big rumor was that he did not want Le'Veon Bell. And there's already rumors that they are looking to trade Le'Veon Bell. So, the reason I say it, I, I laugh at that, is because uh, <laughs> he doesn't know how to use running backs in pass... Per, like, Dude. Kenyon Drake, when it comes to touchdowns per touches, was number one in the NFL last year. Mm. But he he barely got the ball. He was a great pass catcher. Barely got other opportunities. So, what's, I would stay away from Le'Veon Bell in fantasy like crazy. I need...
0: I, I don't know why. So I was listening live on the radio when Joe and uh, Joe uh, when Joe and Evan broke it live on air. Yeah, I was too. It was great. I do not understand the thought process. I, I people like Adam Gaze piss me off, and I listen and
2: the smartest guy in the room always.
0: He was. Uh, I I love what Evan Roberts said about him. He must have made a great cup of coffee because Batman man, loved him in
2: the garage the whole time. How's this water cold?
0: I don't know. Why are you asking? He must have made um. Peyton Manning a great cup of coffee, you know what I mean? Because Helped Peyton... to
2: wipe his ass. But the truth is,
0: I can't stand people like that. Like, I, there's part of me that respects him for go looking at a billionaire owner and saying you don't know oh, for shit being about a, shit. A,
2: a, that arrogance, I respect that there's arrogance. The,
0: there's a part of me that does kind of respect that. But this was one of the most douchiest moves I've seen in a long time. Take away the fact that it's a football. executive you want a power struggle with the GM, the guy that hired him, got him fired. Yeah, and then m- he goes on record and says he wouldn't have paid Le'Veon Bell or CJ Mosley that kind of money well
2: he didn't go on record per se it's just been rumblings it was a rumor before well, and now it's it, like if, everyone kind of knows it because it's Mike McKagan it? leaking it out most likely I would have at that
0: point because I'd be pissed dude that's yeah. fucked up so
2: yeah. the, what's so funny is like, what has he done so what's crazy is like I coming into the season like right now I would say the Jets are probably an 8-9 to nine win team and some people are like oh 10-11 wins they won 4 games last year you're telling me they're a 6-7 to seven win improvement that's not that. Much. A, that's, that's a, a, a huge leap like the first years with the dolphins when they went 10 and 6 they were 7 and 9 the year before so even, it wasn't like they were this dramatic turnaround
0: even with the the moves that they've made and the people that they've brought into the building roster wise i don't see them more of an i see them as a 500 team as a young team with good veteran leadership that could the best signing i run. thought they
2: made was Jamison crowder jameson crowder was great he does not like using his running backs like on third and one I don't know why, on dude. third and one when you have frank gore and you run a screen pass on third and one, you know, what just doesn't make any sense to me. Is that you look at someone like Le'Veon Bell and his track
0: record speaks for himself. Sure, he set up. He should be getting twenty five
2: to thirty touches a game. He's
0: the most versatile player in the league right now, outside of Kareem Hunt. And,
2: and what's his name on the Giants? Who was Barkley? Was unbelievable oh, last Juan year. Yeah, it's, yeah. he's already one of the two best running backs in the you league. You
0: know what I mean? Like he's it's.
2: No, Bell's not going to get a lot of, not as many touches. He's not going to, and I definitely think there's a good chance they could trade him before the season starts. Could you imagine if that happened? Listen, if if, if they trade him back to the Steelers. Listen, if the Jets. (laughs) And the Steelers, like, we paid you what you thought you were worth, asshole. If the Jets seriously
0: go through with this and they, and like, if they. They already have. I don't know. Whatever whatever GM they
2: hire, Adam Gaze is going to be the one picking. Which is why they should have never. Last season, when they fired Todd Bowles, they should have fired McCagnan as well. Because now you're giving uh, a lame duck GM to a coach and technically a lame duck coach. It rarely works out. And again, it is very unprecedented. Like I know what happened with the Bills when they fired their GM after the draft, but they didn't go on this big free agency spending and have this young quarterback that they thought they were ready to build. Dude,
0: they almost brought in. Did Anthony Barr know something we all didn't know? Wait, I think what, there's
2: a possibility. You of know that. what I'm saying when he I like mean, the Jets. Just when you think the Giants take the ring of dysfunctionality away from the um from the Jets, the Jets dude, are like, "That's ours forever." Yo, Let get, us be the dysfunctional one. No one and is it, happier
0: in New York than Gettleman and fucking oh, Mara. Did you see what happened?
2: Did you see what what's his name, uh, Josh Norman, said about Dave Gettleman? What said that we should be paying him, Dave Gettleman, as well because he, he what he's doing to the Giants. Like, like <laughs> and Josh right.
0: Norman would know. And Josh Norman hates
2: with... him. Yeah, he's the one that shipped him out of Carolina. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Uh, the Jets say they, they continuously make the when you think they might be on the right track and again what has Adam Gaze done he took a, uh, a surprise Dolphins team in his first year with after Tannehill was, he improved Tannehill slightly sure. he cleaned up Tannehill sure. just like he cleaned up Cutler a little bit and then Matt Moore played pretty well and then they got bounced out in the playoffs very easily because what did he do he ran away from using Jay Ajayi, who got them there then he traded Jay Ajayi he, the next season yeah he,
0: he had two straight games of over th- what 260 he had, rushing he finished
2: with he's the first player in NFL history to have three games of over 200 yards rushing in a single season. Ridiculous. And he decided to trade him midway through the season. Kenyon Drake, who is a versatile, explosive player, is only getting 12, 15 touches a game that when he sense. should be carrying it 18 times and getting 10 other receiving targets at least. Yep. And when you look at, again, with Kenyon Drake, when it comes to touches per touchdown, he was the highest percentage in the league the last two years, in fact. Yep. And that's after he did barely played before they traded the Jai. So Adam Gase is now going to get the reins of this young quarterback where they're going to put him in another situation where... If Darnold doesn't do it on his own and suddenly becomes Peyton Manning, he's going to get ruined as well because it's going to be three different offensive coordinators in three years, maybe four in four different years, which is what every young quarterback is ruined by. That's what There's what happened no Con- Al- continuity. That's what
0: happened to Alex Yeah, he Smith. had
2: seven different offensive coordinators in seven years before um, Harbaugh oh, came along, and yeah. then look what happened. And then he played great and efficient. So, I, and again, I want to see Sam Darnold do terrible, but I think he's a good kid, and I, I don't like seeing young, talented players get ruined because of the coach thinking he's... He's better than everyone, but I will say because of the power move that Adam Gaze has done. If the Jets don't go make the wild card at least, and they, say they go five and eleven or six and twelve, gaze is gone. Gaze is six and uh, six and ten. Excuse me.
0: Listen, I, it, it's it's an embarrassment, is what it is. It's an embarrassment for the that entire Jets franchise the Johnson that, that
2: ownership would let this happen. They
0: let so they let a power struggle for a guy who hasn't been coached a single game for you yet. The guy that Wait hasn't a,
2: done anything in the NFL. Nothing. You're treating him like he's uh, Belichick or Tomlin or Harbaugh. I just or I,
0: I can't. Carol. And then the I can't stand people that want to that want to uh, defend Adam Gaze. How can you defend him? I know what he is. He was on my coaching staff, and I know you even know better he is. as. As being the actual coach. Yeah, exactly. This guy is nothing. Dude,
2: he shipped off Jarvis Landry. He made Rashad Jones quit in the middle of a game. Because it's he can't
0: stand when anyone else he, stands
2: up to him. No, because, you know why? He's a fucking bully. He, I, He's a piece
0: of shit human being. He's a fucking piece of shit. I don't give a fuck who he is. He's a fucking piece of shit, is what he is. So Adam Gase, you cocksucker. Is he fuck getting,
2: you. Uh, Now Listen here, you queer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Seriously, shit.
2: dude,
1: I can't stand people what is, like that. What does
2: Tony Soprano think of uh, Adam Gaze, Josh? That's, yeah, that's, what does he Tony think? Tony Soprano? Yeah, I wonder. Uh,
1: you know, I think that Tony Soprano thinks that he happens to be... Cock <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I was expecting. That's even That was better. a good one. Yeah. That was good. But,
0: like, truthfully, he's a scumbag. There is no... If and or butts about it, he's
2: a fucking scumbag. So we're in agreement on Adam Gaze I think it was both our final words. do you have a different one? No, and that, my, my that other was one it. is uh, following up. On, I can't take. My other one like is that. following up. on this week is that by Wednesday, Mickey Calloway will be oh. fired as the manager. Of he the absolutely Mets.
0: should, especially because the Mets just lost today too. again. Yeah, um, so, to and the then, Marlins. They got then, swept then, by the Marlins, yeah, who, had, then, uh, <laughs> who
2: had ten wins coming into or eleven wins coming into the series. That's rough.
0: The other thing too is I just want to say I was just scrolling Instagram super quick. Are
2: the cities? No, no. This is
0: pretty serious. So I'm going to read it. It's what the broken Heart and from a place of deepest pain, that I have to inform you all that my youngest daughter Gabrielle has passed away yesterday, Saturday, May 18th, 2019. Um, that's Clown's uh, oldest. Uh, Sean
2: Cran uh, from Slipknot. Da- clown's daughter just
0: passed away. Uh, so I, I want to just send out, um, even though they might not hear, but you know not. we're all hardcore fans here. But um, my-, my deepest sympathies. That's crazy cause you know.
2: Taylor and I uh, we got the new Slipknot song this week, which I was obviously very excited about. I'm a mm. fanboy through and through. Yep. And we, were, I said specifically, Clown's always been my favorite. I mean, yeah. I met Clown, I got puked on by Clown. You- Slipknot concert I mean, yeah. once, and um he—I w- mean—the he- music videos he directs are awesome. Like, the he mus- should direct yeah. a horror movie. One hundred. Really 100- did you watch the video for the new song? For, uh, no. it's it was out of control un- for Unsainted. The unsainted. one thing, Sainted. like,
0: I personally don't think the song is—the song is like that great. I mean, it's a great Slipknot song. It'd be a
2: great live song, but the video. <laughs> but the video. Oh, the video is awesome. The video
0: is what makes the song for really sure. Good, honestly,
2: and um, yeah, that sucks, man. To hear that clown's daughter pass away, really and, do, and uh, her
0: daughter was only twenty-two years old, man. Uh, that stinks, uh, and I feel terrible. Well, I really do. Thoughts. Thought, not, thoughts and thoughts prayers, and prayers like, to, like no to Clown, bullshit. no bullshit uh, yeah.
2: to the Cran family. and Especially
0: because Slipknot's been through Hopefully so much this, over the last uh, couple of this, years. Hopefully
2: this album will be, and this tour will be therapeutic for him. And uh, August so. is, to, on a later note, August for me and all of us, maybe not as much you because you're not a Tool fan, but August, I get Slipknot August 9th, new Tool on August 30th, and seeing Slipknot August 30th as yeah. well. That's an exciting month in music for yep, me. that'll be good. Very exciting. Um, Josh, do you have a final word?
1: Okay, so um, before I get into... Uh, what is essentially my hot take here? Okay. Uh, I want to give a shout-out on the on the last day of Game of Thrones. Uh, I'm not going to pronounce your name because I, I respect you too much and what you've done over the course of the series. To, or is it because uh, you can't pronounce his it's name? It's because I can't pronounce it. So <laughs> Can I try? Yeah, go ahead.
2: It's uh, Ramen Djawadi.
1: Yes. Uh, oh. The score has been oh, the thing for me that makes Game of Thrones I... as great. It's kind of like the Star to.
2: Wars music. It sets the entire tone. Like I've said, like my favorite shot in all Star Wars mm-hmm. is in A New Hope when Luke is overlooking the sunsets, and then that John Williams score plays. Mm-hmm. It literally gives me goosebumps to this day. Mm-hmm. And so much of this score, and same with Lord of the Rings, dun dun yep. dun 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 dun, and Game of Thrones score, specifically the Night King, Arya mm-hmm. brand scene. Oh. That music is, and they actually use it in the commercials for the Game of Thrones concert experience, yep. yeah. and I'm like, damn, I got to go to that. So, I, yeah. with that
1: being said, I'm going to play a, a little bit of my favorite uh, bit of score while I get into my hot take. Okay. So, He's what, gonna I wanna, score. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to say is search. if you are a person that signed a remake Game of Thrones Season 8 petition, I want to tell you this. You are the absolute scum of the earth.
2: He's Adam Gates. <laughs> You're Adam there Gaze. There are about
1: 20 million people that watch this show, and out of 20 million people, 800,000 of you have signed this petition. How many do You have made that proxy means? accounts to do it That's as well? That's about 4%. Of the total people that watch the show. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. You are the people that are sitting in your basements, in your mom's basements. You've never had a girlfriend before. You've got acne Coming all over into your sock fucking and then face. giving it to
2: Dobby. Fuck you. you are man. the ball You are the ball lickers. <laughs> you are the ones We're who are the ball lickers. Your you're the same you people try, like, that are sitting bitches. there
1: and you're signing petitions. Oh, remake The Last Jedi. It's too much of a social justice warrior story. They've got women leads, they've got Asian heroes, they've got black heroes. Well, this I'm is gonna- not the Star Wars I grew up with. Go fuck yourselves.
0: Josh, I just want to say, that was beautiful.
1: I've been a nerd as long as I can remember. I've loved Star Wars, I've loved comic books, I've loved video games. I have never once felt entitled to say, I know better than the people who are writing the stories that I sit here and watch and love. Fuck you, man. What gives you the fucking right? Absolutely nothing. The best thing I can say is, is be a fan, not a fanboy. Exactly.
2: Fuck them.
0: I think, Fuck him in the ass. I think we can all agree that like that. Like, Go I, touch his dick. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said before, I'll eat it's, your shit. it's the last episode of one of the best shows we'll ever watch
2: on TV. Just accept it for what it is. Critique it as a fan. Don't take okay, it. And Don't let one season that you're not happy with ruin six great seasons. Six. Amazing season, exactly. Yes. And next week we will have a discussion about the where Game of Thrones legacy stands in the. I, I think the, that's fair. Where it stands in the grand scheme of things and the other legendary shows. Maybe we. We'll, you know what? This, this is our project. Your top ten TV series of all times, dramas only, leaving out things like Chappelle's Show, The Office, Parks and Rec. I only want dramas for next week. Drama, horror, thriller, okay. more serious okay. tone. Your top ten for next week. Okay. Uh, you could do it in order or not in order, whatever you want to do. I'll, I'll do mine in order I'm personally. Just gonna, I'm just gonna pick ten. Sure. And we will discuss. those Next week, in depth, and I want to know why on specific ones. Cool. And give me a few honorable mentions as well that are like right outside the top. Can,
0: can can we do
2: like sitcoms too? No, I only want serious. Oh, serious. I want okay. drama, horror, thriller, okay. action. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I because comedy. If I did that, I, I have. I mean, it's sh- technically comedy, but like, I, I fair enough. We'll, okay. we'll talk more well, about show? that. What show? I can tell you if it qualifies or not. How I Met Your Mother. No, that's a okay, sitcom. No comedies. Enough, um, enough. okay. So this was episode fifty-three. Yes, yeah, so 53, fifty-three. Now we, we figured it out. Of you watch, I listen. Again, a shout out to the hashtag. Likes podcasts. How shout out to our boys at Lobo Sound. And again, if you got some money to make and you got some sports knowledge, why aren't you going to bet DSI, the number one sports book out there for online gambling? Use promo code YWIL and for also, your free one hundred percent bonus match and twenty five dollar free testing wager.
1: And also don't forget that we can get you a maximum vacation voucher or Oh, wait, I, s- I fucked it up. Sorry. Yeah. Five I'll away. try again next week. It's a maximum yeah. tax deduction or yeah, a vacation. A maximum <laughs> vacation voucher. Can you please describe a maximum vacation?
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll uh, we'll, uh, see, we'll see you motherfuckers next. Hey. Uh, <laughs> silence. One
1: eight seven seven cards cars for
2: kids K-A for kids. This makes you wish a van of children would cause crash, cause crash And they all die in a terrible smolting fire While they can't get out of their seatbelts And dad in swims away instead of saving 1, them 8, And mom's 7, drowning 7 7 too and he says see ya It's like 28 8, weeks 8, later when he leaves mom to 8, die And all the, the children are dying 8, and it's just a group of orphans 1, From all 8, different ages.
1: I mean all different ethnicities.
0: Imagine a nationwide commercial to this song It's
2: Sandra O again Sandra you're an Ajo dude Fuck you all Mustafa Ali